of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Hump Day, January the 11th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up as we come in the door. Subscribing so you can join us in chat. Five-star review wherever you're hearing us, please, and thank you. Got some quad box action. Try a little platoon quad action today, but first, Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good, feeling good. Uh, didn't I don't I don't know if I slept much last night. I just said I'm going on a low sleep diet. I'm trying something new. Uh, okay. I'm gonna maximize efficiency by spending as much time awake as possible. Let's see what so happens. How, how much sleep we talk? Like, what's what's the ideal amount of sleep? Thirty minutes, ninety minutes? I want to hear from the experts. I think six hours. I think you only need six hours. You go you you go to one, and then you wake up at seven, and then boom, it's perfect. Good that, to go. That's the perfect schedule right there. Doctor School, uh, the McMahon's in the house. How are we feeling, McMahon? Uh, extremely well rested compared to that. I feel like I lived off five hours of sleep from I don't know the time I was the eighties, nineties, and mocha. Yeah, the time I was like legitimately twelve until very recently. Um, and it's 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 doable. It's for sure doable. I don't disagree with Scoob's prognosis. Why? Well, see, what do you make of the prognosis? How are you feeling? Can't hear why he's muted. He's muted. Very muted. <laughs> Maybe he's just talking like that, man. He just not on voice vibes today. Uh, 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 okay, yeah. Uh, I think six seven <laughs> hours uh, is is a normal, pretty good night's sleep for me. It's not great. Seven is probably great. Six is about usually what I get. So uh, I don't know. I see scoops. Scoops a deep sleeper, I suppose. I feel like they like they update the sleep we need, but they don't really update like the lifestyle that goes in. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they were like, yeah, when you, if you working in the coal mine twelve hours a day, coming home and raising two to three families and going to church, you need like eight hours, man, maybe ten. These days, real men, streamers, we need ten to twelve, man. That's that's just again, that's just my opinion. It just is what it is. Uh, over, I overheard the boys talking some cella. Came in at the end. I heard some <laughs> some some cella. What's uh what's what's the vibes? Uh, we we all decided I, we're too old for it. We think. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but uh, what uh, what what made that stand out? What's uh, what's the lineup looking like? I thought I thought I had like the 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 saving grace to not make you feel old about Coachella. I'm not even talking about going there. I'm literally just talking about reading the Evans goddamn know. poster. Right. Just reading the poster. The whole point of the headliners is like the like Guns and Roses did it like 3 years ago. You know what I mean? Like there's you're supposed to know the headliners. And I mean absolutely zero disrespect to Blackpink who YC uh told me was some sort of Asian pop band. Uh, he could not quite nail down which type of Asian pop, but Asian pop, nevertheless. Um, sure. I've never heard of of that them, uh, him, her, whatever. Uh, no. And that made me stop in my tracks. Uh, Frank Ocean, obviously, <laughs> Bad Bunny, yes, he's like the largest artist of my lifetime. Uh, but Blackpink being a headline, Gorillas are here. The Gorillas weren't good enough for for that headlining spot. That uh, it hurt my feelings. 
they're not even headlining on that day, man. Uh, no. Who else we... So I see Bad Bunny, Gorillas, Burner Boy. What, what's the good day or weekend? I haven't looked through this. Is respect is Bjork not bigger than Frank Ocean? I know he doesn't do stuff publicly, but is Frank Bjork Ocean not the sure. draw? I don't Such think a rabid fan base she, for Frank like Ocean. I thought Bjork artist did. also too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get it. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday between Frank Ocean, Bjork, and Jai Paul. It's like three people. They they might all be the same person. Like it just Jai Paul stands up there, unzips his skin. It's Bjork, and then she unzips hers, and it's Frank Ocean. That wouldn't shock me at all. The Daft Punk guys in there too. It's, uh, <laughs> somebody got an MF Doom mask on. Just anybody that didn't ever want to perform or be outside. I feel like I, feel like I know more about Bjork as a, a like Bjork's appearance, her acting, and other mm. things about her than her music. That's fair. Maybe I'm, I'm conflating it with that. Yeah, people like Franco. Yeah, he's huge. I agree. Um, but I, <laughs> the Frank Ocean guy. Yeah, a boogie on the top line. Um, I think Saturday might be my day. Uh, Char- yeah, what the what's jumping out there, school? Charlie XCX. I mean, hiding right under Blackpink here. That's where I'm going. Lose my mind at the Charlie show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flo Millie. I, I recognize that name. Chromie. I would go, I would go see Flo Millie. Yeah, Saturday's lining up to be a horny day, it looks like. Oh, Ethel, <laughs> Ethel Kane. <laughs> Ethel Kane is on Saturday. No, Saturday's my day. With the horn, the I, real horn dogs. I think I lean Friday. Friday, between, you get you a little Metro Boomin set. I imagine he'll have some pals come out. Uh, he just wraps all their verses. <laughs> He's like, actually, I wrote all these. Uh <laughs> Push a T, not necessarily the set I want to see in a setting like this, but I would de- right. definitely check it out. Um, and bad, like a bad bunny, gorillas going in, although they might be at the same time, which would be a tough scene. I would like to see gorillas and bad bunny, but they might overlap, which would be, and we were talking about before, this is going to be Coachella does like 100K roughly uh, in attendance, which is horrifying to see, especially at the headliners. Bad. That's a small show for Bad Bunny. When Bad Bunny performs, like even when he's shooting a music video that's not supposed to have a crowd, there's a crowd. Like he's the most famous musician I think of. My, like Michael Jackson and Prince were still alive while 86. I was alive, but they weren't my prime. Bad Bunny <laughs> is at his prime. I don't know that I've seen a musician, even like the great boy band uh, battles, Christina and and Britney. Like I don't know who compares to what he's been. The numbers he's been putting on the board these last couple of years. Now, what kind of, would you say, like, is it like record sales, videos, info? Like, I've clearly heard of Bad Bunny. Before people say Bad Bunny is big, truly. Um, but what, like, what makes you say, like, that type of influence? Because I didn't know he was, like, that, like, biggest of the generation, decade, or whatever. Every, every end of year, like, YouTube and Spotify, it's, he's number one. So, and like on an international scale. So yeah, like in America, he's obviously huge too, but I feel like, so, like, yes, he could have been on the wrestling tier yesterday. Like he's a really good wrestler. Like I, I did see that. I said, I said, who's that taking them bumps? They said bad, but I was like, he, he wrestles too. Um, I think he prefer. I think he became a musician just to get noticed by the WWE, which we will talk about in a little bit, but yeah, I think will. he got, I think he only did the music thing. So he's like, ah, I could I could take some bumps. 
I saw I saw he got a got a little flack recently because a fan came up to him and was like trying to take a picture with him and he took her phone and just launched it like 80 yards <laughs> on the line. In on bad bunny. <laughs> yeah. And Love then and then Always everyone was like, you and was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And then apparently the next time he was like in a large crowd of people, he just started taking random phones and throwing them all. Like just to show that he actually can do that. So No, no, it's not fuck her in particular. Right. It's fuck you all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing highest grossing tour. Was he not at like the Charlotte All Star game, like right behind us, McMahon? Was that bad, Bunny? It honestly might have. That's yeah, what I'm I trying think to think like, right. the, the trajectory because I feel like I remember that, and I <laughs> remember being like behind you guys. Now <laughs> we now opened look up. At him. Yeah, we, we opened up for Bad Bunny. Some would say on the red carpet, uh, and it was like, "There's Bad Bunny." I was like, "Which one is Bad Bunny?" And now I know which one is Bad Bunny. Um, just, they got it going on. You guys see Idris Elba? That's where that Coley buried the lead. He's going Idris Elba on Friday. That's the only set oh, he's yeah. interested in. I probably would. That's I mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> Katranda. I didn't say Katranda. My apologies. That's another one I'd like to see. But yeah, I, Idris Elba. I would for sure go see. He's got some bangers. Does he? Re- I know he makes music, but does he have Kinda bangers? Does, does he Kinda DJ does. or he make music some bangers or, or both? He does both. I think. Does he rap English or British? British. I'm out. English or more English. Yeah. He doesn't rap as Stringer Bell. He raps yeah, You know what I mean? Bell. He's speaking English or American. Like, give it to me straight. Uh, yeah. Now, nah, put me on Sunday one to stay away from the Elba set, but <laughs> Frank Ocean, I'm trying to. You can see wet leg. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> the farther you go down, the smaller the print, the more outrageous the names become. James Every Brown, year. last row. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can we get in on some of those last day? Uh, last row. Because, good Lord, they that's how I know we're old. It ain't about the dates or anything. I just can't read the damn writing. Oh, even when I was going, you, I didn't know these people. Like, that was <laughs> our, 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 our mutual associate, Slimmy Hendrix, would be like, Oh, how do you not know uh, Flunk Schwank? They, they made Grimbo. And it's like, Oh, yeah, of course. My, yeah. my apologies. Yeah. yeah, they just dropped Grimbo on- 2 last week. Yeah. <laughs> Boop on your country. Right. And I was like, Who is that? It's like, truly, they stole 48 million records this, today. Just today. Um, I say, like, Wow. Uh, some, I, I can make out some of the names. It's not helping me in realizing them. No, I don't want to no, say anything no. loud. Like, like I'm big time in them, but uh, uh, Glow Lean is on back. Sunday. Yeah, Young Lean's back. Lean's, wait, which day is Glow? Sunday. Mm-hmm. Give me Sunday. I was I would see Frank Ocean, Bjork. Just to say, I saw Bjork since I'm I'm the only one thinks Bjork's famous. I'm like, I saw Bjork. Um, <laughs> You're gonna be the only one at the concert. Yeah, you're be like, huh? Hi Bjork. Whoa, true. Um, <laughs> no, give me. Oh, Ray Shremmerd. Ray, Ray Shremmerd. Sunday. That's the day. Oh, hey, so, oh, I'm in there Sunday. Frank Glorilla, Ray Shrem. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you could get in the pit at Knocked Loose. You could throw some elbows. That's where there's. Yep. Get that's Tim Frank and, Ocean's get music. Tim. Yeah. Um, get, Tim, get Tim and Rudman on the phone. I don't know. Can we enough lead time? What if we go to this, but hire Jose Canseco to go with us? <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas, man. I'm just throwing out ideas. Socket um, diggers in the middle of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> we can go anywhere. You can go bowling. You can go uh, fly fishing. You can go to Coachella all three days. You put that down payment on Jose, and he's just out there. He's just crying to uh, 
oh shit what's the frank ocean one where he was building the ladder or building the damn steps he just plays the, uh, the entire endless. album yeah because they <laughs> like oh my god this spoke to me wait well, smokes a ding sunday the guy from euphoria is performing isn't it isn't dominic feike him isn't that him which so. let's look him up which which uh let me see i'm gonna look at dominic porter uh, is is made yes. for coachella yes it's the guy from euphoria <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say love triangle boy. Uh wow. He gonna play that song he that weak ass 14 minute song he played on like the <laughs> Euphoria finale. That's gonna be he sang set. all six verses. I'm not going on Sunday no more. People love him. Like he's as yeah. a pop artist, people Clearly. love him. I mean, he's big. They didn't ask me. Wait, did he get into Euphoria because he was a pop artist, or is it the other way around? simultaneous it feels like i was gonna say i think like i had seen his name pop up on the timeline a few like a year or two before euphoria started so mm-hmm. i think oh, they okay. it helped his ascension like they combined and, and moved did up not know he was on euphoria because don't watch it but i've heard his name in reference to music i did not know he was that kind of art like for him to play that song i was like this is definitely they didn't write this for the euphoria soundtrack this is a, a dominic original but Say that boy doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, like Griffin said, he puts on a good show. I've seen people say he got bangers, so he got bangers. Okay, shows what I know. What uh, I'm curious, what kind of what kind of cuisine you think they gonna have there? Top because we got we we uh. <laughs> it's terrible. Just it speak from be. experience. It's not good. Like it's you're literally in the middle of the desert. Like. There's not, it's not a, a time to eat. There's food yeah. trucks. Turks, Adderall, <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, that's, yeah, there you go. Nope. That's, the that's, thing. What I, that's what I have when I go to festivals, personally. I'm a, I'm a gourmand, though. Because <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> uh, yeah. You gotta bring uh, a, a lot of nuts and gourds with you. Like a, you gotta eat like a squirrel. Yeah. Trail mix. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to trap and barter your way to um, whatever you're doing. Energy have. up, some energy chews, and some, you know. They ain't got the Chip Buddy sandwich out there, school? Dude, Chip Buddy, I'm I'm scared of it. I don't want to. I'm nervous. I'm in on it. I'm already in. From experience, YC, or you just, you, you like what you see? You like what you see? I, 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 as a youth, I was a, uh, put some fr- put a couple fries on my McDonald's hamburger, uh, child so what does that um, do for people more carbs i don't know more starch you gonna get them anyway uh, you don't you don't like fries anyway Trill. so you know we, we you only bring that up again but i mean even then i thought there was i saw a chip like i've never been a chips on sandwich guy like i've never just i just don't get it but what what's old chip buddy and what where's the petition to keep it away from the united states is it banned currently? Why? Like this doesn't yes. seem like that complicated. Uh... <laughs> we did it, Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lock you up if you start to make one in your kitchen. What is in the chip buddy school? Uh, this is a sandwich mainly consisting of bread, butter, sure. and chips, or as we Americans call them, fries. Um, so that's it. I seen some ketchup and mustard on that top one. Yes. Yeah, that's unusual. I don't think that's uh. I don't know. Well, if that's a, a well, I see never had one. Now he the expert. He's been all my years. I never, I never seen a buddy of that. The ketchup on there. Uh, that seems a little. Impressive. This doesn't look appealing. Y'all in on the buddy? No. Uh you know this. Uh, 
This actually kind of... I probably would eat this, I think. I'd throw Ooh. down on it easily. Yeah. Maybe you make a little alterations. You toast the bread, you know. Get what's the bread? I get fries. Like, I'm not, what's the bread doing for it? I, I don't get I'm it. Just, it's holding it I together. Just like bread. Holding it together. Yeah, I just like, you can eat all your fries at once. Mm-hmm. Make it You're a burrito. Too fat. Then. If 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 you sweat eating French fries, this is for you. If that's if you're burning too many <laughs> calories, go into the container one by one, or even five by five. However, you want to stuff say your one face. By one. <laughs> yeah, that's no one does that. But if this, this is, <laughs> I was gonna say if if this is the 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 gourmand's way of eating <laughs> of eating French fries or chips, excuse me. I, this feels like the like I order French fries at the drive-through. It's like, but I have somewhere to be. I need them in a sandwich to eat them while I'm driving. Uh, this is literally how troops eat like pasta. I know when they're in the mess hall, <laughs> whoever the highest ranking person is is kind of their like pacer to eat. So it's like when he's done, everyone's fucking done. It's like a dad in the 1950s. So you like troops will take <laughs> pasta and whatever's on there and put it on a slice of bread and eat it just so they can be done. So they don't run out of time. That's what this looks like. That's what I do. I'm, I'm a troop. <laughs> that make more sense. But uh, I feel like it's non-troops eating this. Y'all just eating this in a rush for what? And this what if you're at a card game and, and you and you're eating some French fries, but you I'm not you playing cards with nobody. Eat no shit, Yeah, you're intimidated. You don't get your hands dirty. I'm scared. So you holding your cards in one hand and your French fries in the other. I'm took down my chip buddy. Uh, full house. <laughs> no, I'm. It's passing to me. I am. I see you walk in, full stack of chips, and a couple of chip buddies on. Cash me out. Uh, I don't need to play no more cards. See, I don't think you guys are tackling it like how they use it over there. They use it after like a cold night at the bar, you know, like they they just need something. They need sustenance. They don't got much over there. They don't got much to eat over there. They don't. They don't. So you got to you got to work with what you got. And drink more like a man. <laughs> this, is, this is vegetarian cuisine, you know, that's what they got over there. Vegan yeah, this looked sure. like my uh, diet when I didn't eat meat for six months a couple of years ago. I was like, "That's it's, it's the go. same. It's healthy. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. this is I'm eating t- here. I'm good." It was me eating a, a six-layer peanut butter and jelly. Like it's not a burger. Um, yeah. This is Coley during Lent. You know, throw out a chip, buddy. <laughs> Only on Fridays, man. That's that's kosher right there. Why did they tear the bread like that? That's what's upsetting me a nah, lot. This is just a horrible picture. They, they, this is this is yellow journalism, in my opinion. You can find a better picture than this. <laughs> it, they could have peeled it back. They ripped it off. Like we we took off the hood of the car, and there it was, forty two bricks. Uh, yeah, look at that one. That one looks a little better. better. There you go. Disagree. <laughs> I will say the fries do look edible. I just don't need the bread. The one time where I'm saying keep the fries, lose the bread. Last time I'll ever say those words. Wow! Wow. But uh, wash it down with a nice new Sprite. Oh, brother. You, don't you don't want, even attach Sprite's name to this catastrophe. You want to get me pissed off on a Wednesday. Talk about inventing some new Sprite. Starry. What is this? What am I looking at here? Now, this is a new Sierra Mist. It's a Sprite ride. Even worse. That's why, yeah, that's where the train falls off the tracks very quick. Pepsi and clear, be- any beverages other than Gatorade, they really fumble with. Uh, I, school pulls up the story right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> P- 
Pepsi ditching Sierra Mist for a new Sprite. Again, right there. If I'm Sprite, I'm suing. You will not be the new. Even if this is a good <laughs> beverage, you will not be the new Sprite. And so it, is it just, is this a new name for Sierra Mist? It sounds because like Sierra, they changed the, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, because Sierra Mist sucks. So I hope they changed the, <laughs> I hope they changed the recipe. What were you saying, Coley? <laughs> it sounds like they tried to change the recipe a little bit, but there's one paragraph i think three quarters of the way through scoop that really infuriated me um because this this is the millennial cola is their clear cola is they're trying to sell it um yeah, it's below this picture there's a there's a paragraph that's like uh oh yeah a little bit more down yeah it says starry starry hits different uh it's the gen z appealing slogan that they're using to sell this that's uh that's that's infuriating genuinely infuriating thing to read low-key goaded it's lit <laughs> uh, for silk silk press season drinkers um, when the vibe like, is citrus it's <laughs> when the lemon be lime uh this is gonna suck i want to get out early i think this will suck and people will say it's no man it's for us and they're going to put it against the boomer. I'll be that. Give me my if Sprite they, and get a job. Cut that hair. To, Tuck your pants. Want to, <laughs> if they want to cut me a check, I, if they want to cut me a check, I will take a big sip of it on stream and say, it's the crispness for me. Oh, listen, Mike, I got to say this now before I have to say, hey, welcome back. It's Monday. It's the starry presented TWS. Um, <laughs> I sip from my starry. I ask, uh, we go yeah. to the starry box. And see how the boys are feeling. So. We got some starry box action in the house. Man, where is she at? Uh, Anytime you're more focused on like the ad rollout other than the product, the product probably isn't that good. It can't speak for itself. It's how you know it's not. Again, when I see mm -hmm. the you selling a, a, a burger with, oh man, we got 28 toppings on. I said, your burger's trash is what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. Your burger's if trash. They, if they came out and said, all right, we know Sierra Mist was pretty bad. Like that would have probably gained them a little bit of honesty, goodwill. Yeah, but they're like, no, nah, man, Sierra Miss was fine, but this shit's just low key, mid key, high key hits different. Facts, <laughs> hashtag facts. So the the beverage giants are aware of this and are trying to fight back as a way of growing market share and tapping into a market. Oh, they don't. <laughs> what are they talking about? Y'all ain't learn from that jet business, man. Can Pepsi just stop marketing? <laughs> just have the product. The product's the let it speak for itself, man. Uh, I can't believe and, Pepsi's giving the nobody believed in a speech. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, a new brand already crowded carbonated soft drink category. However, this could be to its advantage, bringing something new to a category where younger consumers shown a penchant for breaking away from tried and true. To experiment is that true that's they basically saying y'all dumb and stupid and don't know any better man y'all don't have to take this don't support this it says the design of star is much more aligned with the gen z aesthetic which is bright fun whimsical instagrammable than many of <laughs> pepsi's other offerings are like listen we know we get some dusty shit in our collection <laughs> this like i don't want my drink to be instagrammable that's i want it to be uh quenching my thirst oh you know what drinkable. quenches my thirst sprite it's literally right there on the label. It quenches mm -hmm. your thirst. Mm -hmm. Why she said no, uh, no dice. Yeah, I, 
I don't like this. And once the tipsy bartender gets a hold of it, I really won't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the rollout right there. That would be a good rollout for them. Give the tipsy bartender unlimited supply. <laughs> and there you have it, old boy. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Pal of sorry into a bathtub for some reason. Yeah. yeah uh... <laughs> you know, put that shit in a syringe and stick it in somebody's ass. <laughs> the uh asshole starry night toilet juice <laughs> surprise cowboy <laughs> i won't drink it until starry mondays uh tws presented by starry monday you know we, <laughs> some dastardly face on them <laughs> listen it's just bad food day man i see girl scout cookies they drop a little so you, you had you a chip buddy you washed it down with a starry and now you want some of the worst cookies known to man Whoa! Why he said? Why he said them things was bad in a thousand? You don't like Girl Scout cookies? Pretty good. No. Wow. Wow. I even if you it's, like cookies, which I do, they're not good cookies. That's my stance. They got, they got some. They got some potential bangers on here, and some and some and some known bangers, in my opinion. I'm I'm listening. I agree. No bangers. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I gave you the floor, man. I was gonna, um, I was gonna let school. I was gonna go let school. Let school oh, lead the way. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So you were, I'll you, follow. Were, you were saying you went out of bounds, man. That was Kyrie to Gordon Hayward, if I've ever seen. Yeah. It. <laughs> all right, all right. Pushing me into the stage. All right. Um, I you like... give us one. Give us one. Oh, one. Okay. Ooh, if I if I gotta choose one, um, I gotta go with Samoas. So Samoas are good. Yeah. Samoas are great. Oh, those are those will fill you up, fill you right up all day. I could get through a whole show with some Samoas. I'll give it to them. Those are my favorites as well. I would say I would say the Thin Mints. I come come second, but I know how people feel about mint and chocolate, but. Not a thin mint guy. Oh, that's, like where you, that's where you fucked up, YC. That's where you fucked up. <laughs> See, that's why I let you go first. I know how people feel about thin mints in here. I also know how people feel about them in the world. And YC caught the pass this time and shot it right over the backboard. <laughs> My Banks. ball again. Uh, <laughs> McMahon, what's your favorite? <clears throat> my favorite and i i was staunchly anti girl scout cookie uh my nieces sell them every year so i buy like two hundred dollars worth of them and usually give them out um but the ones i will keep are the s'mores and what you'll notice about the s'mores ones is they're really the only cookie up there like they're the only ones that look, look like, like a, traditional a cookie, cookie. Yes. and they cost more than the rest of them they're more than the rest of them. So you know they're actually putting some elbow polish in there with these. But, like, the, the tagalongs are fine. The Samoas are fine. My problem is, like, since I'm a, 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 a an asshole, I'll, I'll eat, like, a whole box of them and eat, like, just cookies in general. So removing the Girl Scout from it. I'll eat a whole box Correct. of cookies because I'm a, a mountain of a man. But, like, these, I have three Samoas and, it, like, the taste starts changing in a way that I don't care if it's like too chemically it's not it's not that raw cook that happens you can't you can't you can't eat many of these you can't throw out a lot of these without it starting to wear on you a bit that's that's true school said he disagree uh <laughs> is there okay there is a poll up our girl scout cookies good yes or no um simple i like the tree foils i like uh i like the dosey dos I, i'll eat a lemon up I'll eat a tag we, we along need, too. We need to we need to address the 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 elephant in the room. I don't know. I'm lo I'm looking at them adventurefuls uh, adventurefully. 
um, personally. So <laughs> I've never seen them before, but uh, I were these some new rollouts? Because I've never I seen like some the raspberry. I think, I think some of these some new. Uh, you keep the raspberry, but new street Ventrifoles looking a little. Hmm. Y'all not toffee tasty? Y'all not going on that toffee tasty? I bet it's good not. though, but it's gluten free. I like so coffee. I'm, I'm all oh, set. no, I'm I'm out then. I'm out. To you. Uh, I gotta I have that. my gluten. Yeah. <laughs> gluten full. <I'll> <laughs> yeah. I need to actually put the put the extra gluten from the toffee tastics into the Samoas and now we're cooking. Yeah, S'mores is the only one that says girl it's Girl Scout branded. You know what I mean? Like these are all Girl mm. Scout cookies, but these are Girl Scout Girl Scout S'mores. What is that? Double mean? Girl Scout. Yeah, that one does look all right, but Nah, I'm no thanks. Then people were talking just cookies in general yesterday, and nobody likes the same type of a type of cookie. I've learned if you love Chips Ahoy, you hate Oreo, and if you're eating Thin Mints, you hate other cookie brand. Um, What's your ideal cookie, True? I'm an old fashioned bitch, man. Just give me a little warm chocolate chip. I just need a warm chocolate chip. That's it. Soft. Oh yeah. Oh, hence the warm. Not our high school had the best cookies I've ever tasted in my life. Yeah, ever tasted. It was always two to a bag. They were always the perfect warmth, like would break mm. apart in your hand, but not melt, not hot to the touch. That's the best cookie I've ever had. There, there's something about chocolate chip cookies that are like reheated in an industrial oven that always, always hits. So I, I agree with that because I feel like we had that at our school too, where it was just like in that grease bag, in that grease paper bag, like that waxy paper bag. Yeah. And you, a big flat cookie that just like kind of flopping around in there. Always good. <laughs> just loose cookie. Uh, yeah, loose. Yeah. My, fa my favorite thing of working at the bakery, uh, all I ever did was make cookies because I didn't have a boss or a manager. They just hired employees and just said make cookies. <laughs> Who owned the bakery? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally training I'm the new boss. employees, and I had only worked there two weeks. I was like, "What's going on?" So I was I was running things back there. But the best thing was with the cookies. Sometimes they would get messed up. They wouldn't whatever. So I would collect them all in a box, and I would hide them. <laughs> and at the end of my shift, I'd take home like twenty, thirty fucked up cookies from the day. <laughs> the business went under. Eh? Uh, yeah. We had Burlington Cookie Factory, uh, <laughs> a tray a foil with two foils. Yeah, Scoob uh, messing up some cookies on purpose. One. Yeah, he messing them up on purpose. Whoops. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, like, it would be like a bag of like 100 cookies, and every bag, like the bottom would have ones that you couldn't make a full cookie out of. So the little tiny ones, those came home with Scoob. Those are Scoob cookies. I would argue every cookie is a full cookie, but school school pulled out the measuring tape and said, "Nope, got to throw it back two and a quarter." I, I have standards. Catch um, and release. Uh, stop the poll. I feel like it's going to be overwhelming. Yes, it is overwhelming. Oh wow! Hey, I, that's that's not as overwhelming as I thought. Honestly, I thought we were going to be in the nineties. Eighty-one, uh, eighteen, yes to no. But uh, yeah, what's your favorite cookie? Like just any brand or whatever. Let's talk about somebody say Snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles are go cra Joe DiMaggio streak over here. Don't know if I've had a bad one. Cinnamon, eh? Cinnamon cookie, you say? It's, uh, Scoob, Scoob's thrifting cookies out here, man. Is that, the, is that what this is? 
I, someone was asking me what I was doing one time. I was like, well, I'm not just going to throw them away. And they were like, well, you're supposed to. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not. I was like, we don't have a boss, dude. Like, no one knows what we're doing back here. Like, I sat in the back went doing, like, squats, listening to music for the last hour of my shift every day. I was getting shredded back the there. I was. I was. What do you mean, shift? Y'all ain't have a boss. You're talking about the last hour of my shift. No. I feel like going home. <laughs> no, so I would be I would be scheduled till ten o'clock, and what would happen is that once eight o'clock hit, I would start cleaning up because the bakery would close at nine, but I'd be scheduled till ten. I'm not staying till ten, so I clean up an hour early, and then I'm do, I'm just sitting back there waiting for the bakery to close. Then I go home. I got caught one night. I was just back there dicking around. I got caught. I got caught. What happened? Nothing happened. They were like, "What are you doing?" And I, I was, was like, "Got caught by who?" What? Are, I don't understand. Uh, someone from the meat department. The meat department manager ah, came over. The fucking meat department. Mm-hmm. Snitches. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Mind your business, meaty. Snitches. <laughs> yep. And I was I was listening to music on my phone. I had a speaker I would bring to work, and I was I was really cutting corners back there. And I was just doing squats. I just do squats all, all that that entire hour. I was trying to get get in shape. I was I was in shape. Listening to Blackpink. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never forget the look he gave me when he looked at me. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Um, I was like, I'm just doing dishes, man." He was like, "Okay." I was like, "Yeah, he knows." So I'm, I'm making cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that was me when Stupid I worked at a shoe shit. store. We <laughs> we had. Nobody would ever come in there. So we did have, me and that guy would just like lift weights, play basketball, all that. And the manager one day came and was like, uh, were you guys playing basketball? We were like, ba- basketball? Oh, no, no. What? He's like, because I went to the store. It was like behind the Kroger. He's like, I went to the store and I looked up and I thought I saw full court basketball being played. I said, that's ridiculous. Playing five. That's, that's ridiculous, man. It was two on two. Uh, shirts and skins. Um, against so GameStop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and then we started to get the uh, the hoop covers, the little plastic covers, and attach them with like the plastic ties. So, uh, no more full court ball, no more full court. Yeah, yeah, MG said an hour of squats per shift. Yeah, there were shifts where like I would leave and like barely be able to walk, and people be like, "What's wrong?" And I'd be like, "Nothing, man. It was just crazy back there today." Nothing to get them factory. It to carry home all them defective cookies. That's what school needed for. <laughs> <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I was printing out faulty labels for the cookies. I was oh, like, school. <laughs> I was just putting twenty cookies on in a case anyone checked. <laughs> Has the statute of limitations expired, my brother? I'd hate for you to be walking yourself into federal time with this. I think so. I think so. It was over a million dollars worth of cookies. It so was, it, it was I, I, only, I only worked there like two months, so they they were got, desperate to get me back. They were when I left. They 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 fell apart. Now was the the meat guy that snitched on you? Was that the guy that keeps getting caught with the suitcases of meat? You think it was the? Uh... You think it was the same guy? They might be linked. They could be linked. Why does guy keep getting caught with two cases of meat? Seventy. And also, times. is that illegal? <laughs> he said, "I see an eighteen wheeler truck doing the same thing I'm doing right now." <laughs> Walmart can do it, got, but I can't. They say he got caught. Like caught doing what? <laughs> hey, drop the hot link. Mm. Suspect. Uh, Suspect. Suspect caught with suitcase full of meat. 
Arrested for 70th time, says the police. Where is this at? South? This is Ohio. Okay. Uh, a Garfield Heights man was arrested last week. A pound of lasagna it, in his truck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hit a curb and a ground chuck spilled out of his vehicle. Um, after investigators say he stole a shopping cart full of packaged meat to resell at restaurants. So a hustler. Uh, according to the South Euclid Police Department, Walmart reported a shoplifter who pushed a shopping cart full of various packed meat and a suitcase out of the store without a pain. So it, was, it wasn't a suitcase full of meat. It was a suitcase and a cart full of meat. So the suspect then filled the... Oh, never mind. suspect filled the suitcase with the stolen meat. Anything that couldn't fit in the suitcase was thrown in the dumpster. That... <laughs> it's a bad thing. Bad thing, <laughs> what, what a waste. What a waste. <laughs> that could have stayed on the investigators Back. say the suspect filled the case case with the stolen meat. Um he then pushed the cart until the security feature locked in the front wheel. He then walked off with the suitcase. That's off genius. Listen, this is a guy that's stolen a suitcase of meat a day or two before. Uh sixty two year old he sells stolen meat to restaurants at half price. The man didn't name the restaurants. He ain't no snitch. Plus, he oh. know he's like, I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> Peter Luger's gonna bail me. I'll be back on the street tonight. <laughs> YSL. What, what do you do if you're at a restaurant? You see the the suitcase of meat guy walking up. You yeah. eating a fine dinner at Peter Luger's school, and you. <laughs> if I'm eating at a restaurant and I see someone walking with a suitcase, I'm instantly starting to ask some questions. And the owner comes out of the bag with a. a Burlap sack with a dollar sign on the front. I wonder what's, 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 in, what's in there? <laughs> the worst would be if you had a restaurant and you buy from this guy and then you go to a different restaurant and you're like, oh, I don't want this. I, I know what he's got. He's got rancid meat in that case. No way. <laughs> that or His meat's better than your meat. He's like, I can't get my meatloaf to taste like that, man. Where is he stealing that from? <laughs> he has several warrants out. So this is 70th time, man. If somebody get arrested for something 70 times, it's like you should be in jail for life or they should stop arresting the man. Like, what are we even doing here? I feel like we're wasting time. Mm-hmm. There has to be another way to deter this behavior because this is not arrest and release is not doing it. So electric chair, is that too not too strong on that? He should be killed. No. Uh wait, Zach and Chad says this is legit how I used to buy my steaks out of a suitcase a block away from the grocery store. I used to get laundry detergent like that. I, the game's a game, baby. Everybody got to eat. I, I, I feel de- like there's a pretty large difference between laundry detergent and a steak. <laughs> you right. know how much laundry I mean, detergent that guy had. Uh, you, know, you, say, well, <laughs> you buy a polo sweater outside of the mall, perhaps. Yeah, a turtle uh, outside of a Hawks game or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know about the, the meat right outside the supermarket. But I was going to say, if the guy has a suitcase, a rolly suitcase full of meat, that's a little questionable. But if he had the briefcase <laughs> with the handcuff on it, that might be some fire. <laughs> you must buy what's in here before I will release it. I cannot tell you what it is. Take uh, my money. <laughs> no, nah, I would like that. Uh, but it's, he probably did this for a while. He's like, man, I can't keep walking into these places just carrying ground beef. That's unprofessional. <laughs> I'll need to steal a suitcase as well. Um, and also, again, it still had the tags on it. Like right? he he wasn't selling it loose and unpackaged. Yeah. That's crazy. Got the expiration date on there. 
Exactly. It had the fake labels like Scoob was printing at the uh, the cookie factory. <laughs> so it was. So inventory was squared away. This feel like ah, no harm, no foul, man. But be, yeah, if you're in South Euclid restaurants, if it's a restaurant you normally frequent, and they uh, they close this week. Mm. We didn't. We didn't get our suitcase. Uh, um, travels <laughs> bad <guy>? everywhere. <laughs> Dan got picked up at the bus stop. Yeah, we <laughs> all we got is hot dogs and a cereal, guy. But just, there was some more smuggling going on. What did Mick? Wasn't it uh, some drug dealing pigeons? Oh, I thought you were talking about whatever uh, whatever money washing is going on with Trevor's story. Um, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Trevor Ozark story. Uh, yeah, that's uh Fenway Sports Group. He's not even a real person. They're just <laughs> washing $180 million. Uh, uh, I feel like this story happens like once or twice a year, and it makes me laugh every goddamn time. A prison wearing crystal meth, like a backpack caught inside a prison yard. I always respect how uh, how prisoners, they'll find a way. You know what I mean? You take everything away from them. That, what is it? Uh uh necessity is the mother of invention is that the saying or did i just completely butcher that i think you know it yeah yeah so that like this is uh this is what they should teach directly after they teach four four four-year-olds that phrase the meth pigeons because i don't know why we ever got away from uh pigeons like this pigeons pigeons are good guys they do a lot of hard work like tyson and other people oh yeah how much work did he have on him and where you get a backpack that little? I think they um, uh, fashioned the meth into a backpack. Kind of why waste the cloth? You know what I mean? It's it's absolute geniuses in prison. Once I found out they were making wine in prison, I said, "Man, these, these men need to be out running the world." Uh, a pigeon he'd recently sold to a buyer in Mexico had flown back to his home in Texas. With two aluminum capsules full of cocaine tied to its legs. The brief investigation officials announced their conclusion. <laughs> Carrier pigeons smuggle drugs, blared in all caps newspaper headline. February 1930, to what you were saying, McMahon. This is 100 mm-hmm. years strong. And mm-hmm. they was doing this in Game of Thrones time. Two, <laughs> two capsules full of cocaine. That's nothing. You're going to... I mean, you can't make that stick. That, that won't hold up in court on any bird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> gotta fly with those. You know, you can't weigh them down too much. Oh yeah, that is true. He's taking multiple trips. They're like that pigeon keeps coming back and forth a lot today. <laughs> it's, got, it's a high wall. It's a high wall back then. <laughs> Flying faster and faster. Uh, <laughs> bird, birds are caught with pills or powder stuffed into mini backpacks, <laughs> tiny baggies, or Zippered pouches, sometimes foiled because they couldn't get off the ground with all the weight. And last week, for the first time in memory, one was captured in B.C. Birds bring dope over the border. That's a pigeon with a little tiny North Face backpack full of drugs. The news looked more severe back then. Just scroll up to that headline if you can, school. That looked like a real story, man. Something I got to pay attention to. Something I got to pat the paper like that while I drink my coffee and uh, yell about it. 
It's the same wanted poster uh, font. That's why. Mm, I think it was only font they had. <laughs> Correct. Fair yeah, enough. Fair was, enough. It was a Helvetia new. Yeah. <laughs> Times old Roman. Um, <laughs> just wrong. The yeah, Bible was Roman. written in it. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, getting no Ariel, no Georgia. Uh, we say school. Um, getting a little to put, put the dollar amount on what it was. It says here each could transport five to ten dollars worth. Um, that is worth a hundred seventy-eight dollars today. So I, that's I, a good I, bit of blow. Back I then. step back. That's a lot. That's a good amount. That's yeah. a good amount. That's a lot. So eight ball pigeons. <laughs> good men have died in prison for less. Uh, I might get you eight balls some boof. <laughs> these days uh with inflation yeah comic sans they had to, they was like we saying, need to is... counter this wanted writing this these pigeons are coming straight from the supplier though so i'm sure it's not getting unless this pigeon himself is stepping on it the pigeon breaks it down when he lands and then like bags it up and it's like all right here it is yeah, who's ready yeah who are you buying from i'm at the top poppy uh, <laughs> or they come into he's stealing from Chapo. He's like, no, listen, I was selling him 100. percent I don't know where it's turning into 40 percent dope. And the pigeon's like, I do not know either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like a dog for some sort. This is kind of a curveball, said the regional president of something. The officers had they had to corner it. Get him. <laughs> Get on the ground, bird. Get on the ground. Hands in the air. Um, officers were standing. Wants... He's got a grenade. Like... He's got a grenade. Right, yeah. I said, Chad wants to know how Scoob knew the street value so fast. <laughs> there, Scoob. Well, that was that's some quick mathematics, my brother. No, I, no, I thought he was asking the, the math of the $10 to today. No, I think he just thought, I think he thinks you know, you know, ball. <laughs> oh, I, eight balls. Uh, I was I was I was extrapolating from Cheeto prices, so conversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was doing a little conversion. Transitive. Uh officers were standing in one of the fence inmate unit yards. Prisoners used regularly for hanging out, playing games, or just getting some fresh air. Then the officers noticed something strange. A gray bird with a small package on its back. From my understanding, it was tied into a similar fashion as like a little backpack, Randall said. The officers moved. I can just imagine eight armed officers moving in on a, a pigeon with a backpack on it. They had to corner it, of course. You can imagine how that would look trying to catch a pigeon. Why would they write this in the news? <laughs> yeah. this... They take the picture where they, you know, when they do a drug bust and there's just a pigeon <laughs> on the table. To... Yeah, we, yeah, we have a... a... <laughs> Two milligrams of cocaine are off the BC streets today. Um, they duck into pigeon's head under the back door of the car and stuffing them in there. <laughs> wow, I get back there. His homeboy put the jacket over him so you don't have a picture of him in the cuffs, man. It's uh... <laughs> yeah. Where's Jam today? Speaking of, interesting. He'll be. He'll answer for his for his deeds he later. Does, he does love birds and flying Bird crystal meth places. <laughs> so, drones are typically the problem it says so the more we move forward the more we move back man we got it to draw uh drones and now we're just back to carrier pigeons they let the bird go on his own recognizance they didn't 
They didn't press charges or anything. He was released on a five k worth of bird feed uh, bond, uh, paid <laughs> paid up front by his lawyer. No cash bail. <laughs> Thirty grams of crystal meth, man. I don't know how much that's worth, chat. Sorry, I can't help you guys. There. <laughs> oh, of course not. Yeah, playing coy. Uh, wasn't just wasn't just serving cookies back there. <laughs> Thirty grams of meth is probably what three dollars if you ask the right person. Who knows? <laughs> it's not an expense. It's not a designer drug. Uh -huh. no. <laughs> mm, he was flying straight uh, from BC to like Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> so well, Appalachia. Thirteen yeah. years he hadn't heard about this. Thirteen years. And now we've been focusing so much on drones. Now we have to look at, I guess, pigeons again. They, someone doesn't like this police chief. These are like the uh, quotes you would release of someone you do not like. That's what I'm just getting a, from this. Uh, just a big idiot. Yeah. yeah a dumb dumb. a hand drawn yeah. picture of the police chief at the end. And he's just got stink lines. Yeah, local <laughs> idiot wanted. Uh, a picture right behind him. Looks like a Wiggum like character in Canada. <laughs> this wow for Riggum. This is here a drone dropped a firearm into the prison last month? <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey. They got bigger birds to fry. Uh a drone dropped a fire just just dropped it like uh the, the claw at the game, man. Yeah, you got my you might get a teddy, a teddy bear, Glock nine, um, <laughs> Mac 11 yeah. <laughs> what you got there pigeon you happy to see me uh, Mac 11 <laughs> turn to old school methods man picture in the chaos it's like, oh, what's that drone doing so close to this prison yacht <laughs> is, <laughs> just releases is, is that an AK-47 falling from the sky <laughs> uh, who got to it first man you talk about hot potato scattering yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, do you run towards the gun or away from the gun? That's a that's a choice you have to make. Which one, does it set like off smooth. when it lands? Like that's <laughs> a far mean, drop. I don't think it like gracefully glided and landed on the ground. It land yeah, like a piece know. of paper. Got it. <laughs> I feel like Scoob, Scoob's a go for the gun type of guy. Oh, if I'm in prison and a drone drops a gun, you bet I'm going for the gun. And you <laughs> you bet I'm getting some years out of my sentence because I definitely fucked some dudes up on my way to get that gun. So You got the gun. Who going to add the time? <laughs> That's true. But what, what do you do with a gun if you're in prison? You're not getting out of prison with I one gun. I can imagine gun. ways people would use a gun in prison. <laughs> Listen, because if I know I'm not getting out, nah, give me the gun. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to... Yeah, that is true. You could do very, you a lot of chaos, yeah. A whole lot. Now you say loaded, and I, that was probably just a test run. <laughs> Gamers try to take, they take $3 out of your account, see if you notice, so they could take 3000 like, Would you drop a little Mac 11 over the wall and see what happens? So I, it, it, it says here, yeah. smugglers turn back to old methods like th a throw-over, where someone lobs a package over the fence. <laughs> The old-fashioned way. The guy away. walks by and throws the package over. <laughs> I've heard they're resorting to some sort of handshake where he puts the crack in one hand and they switch it over a handshake, man. They're going back to old nefarious means. We could probably get off some crime up in BC from when I under this guy's like district. 
seems like there's no armed guards like on towers watching it. Very trusting. Uh, the firearm he dropped. Yeah, was who's the, in was that the guards? Nobody. The lights are out. The lights are out. <laughs> no one's in there. That's what, oh, that's just for show. Um, <laughs> they back in there doing squats. <laughs> also, yeah, this is the uh, the bakery school worked it. Wait, wait. What's okay, this? wait. What are... did the pigeon write this article? <laughs> What is going on in Canada? One expert said there's two plausible ways to use a pigeon to deliver drugs. One, someone could throw <laughs> the pigeon over the fence into the prison. What? Uh, <laughs> making it read? Second, an inmate could spend months training the bird from the inside to recognize the prison as its home. Someone would get the bird to the outside, fasten its cargo, and release it to return home to the prison. <laughs> Still thinking about them just throwing uh, birds with backpacks over a big wall. <laughs> Giant wall. Barbed wire. That power in commercial. Two. Doing that dance. <laughs> prison's playing a cover two. Yeah, they're not covering. They're not, they gotta play man. This... This is random, but yesterday I was power walking boys. We back up. I was on my walk and I think I had a taste of the scout life yesterday. And this made me think of it. I saw walk by a park. I saw two young boys. They were throwing something back and forth. One of these kids is launching that shit. And I was like, is this how I, this is how like the guy that found Babe Ruth or Bo Jackson? Mm -hmm. But I was like, what are they throwing? They're throwing something small and green. And every time the kid with the arm gets it back, He's taking more steps back because the kid, he's, he has too much arm for him. I get closer. I, I didn't get as close to confirm. I think they were, th you know, the, like the green bags your dog shits in. I think they were throwing <laughs> a bag of dog shit. With around. But that kid had a missile, an absolute a cannon on his arm. A dangerous game. The most dangerous game. But when I tell you a perfect <laughs> spiral is a perfect spiral, I see. I know what I saw. And I think I saw those boys throwing dog, <laughs> literal dog shit, thirty to forty yards. Um, when he's when he's hoisting Georgia's thirty seventh consecutive national title behind that arm, you'll remember. I found him. I scouted him. Um, hmm, I got him on my mind. But uh, before break, I do want to hear what, what's this Trevor story business, McMahon? What happened? What happened? It's it's. What I've been screaming about since we signed him is what happened. Uh, uh, his arm's dead. He's got a dead arm. It is what it is. Like it, he's still a serviceable second baseman. Part of the problem is he was ramping up his arm to play shortstop, a thing he can no longer do. It's not his fault. Maybe it is his fault. I'm I'm not here to blame him. <laughs> yes, you are. Like, I, I know you're tight. He was like bouncing double plays from like literally sec 90 feet. I know it it's exactly 90 feet from second to first base. And he could not make that throw last year. So the thought that it was going to get better is absurd. And this was the Red Sox apparent plan. Uh, and some people were like, why, why now? And it's like, well, when the baseball season ends, a lot of guys take time off, like to rest, right. which makes sense. So he started ramping up in December and like two weeks in, he was like, oh, this isn't going to work. Um, Oops. And it, it, this, the news coinciding with Correa signing is tough. It's a tough scene. 
Um, that's what made it much worse for me personally. Um, cause it's like the Red Sox, just, they knew he was not healthy enough to play shortstop, whether or not he was going to get surgery. That wasn't known. Right. Um, but like he, his arm strength, it, it, he used to have a really strong arm when he was in Colorado, a young man, uh, thin air, not buying it. La- last year, I believe he was eighth percentile in arm strength from second. So, like, I don't know what building up was going to happen over these two months. Get where it was gonna, yeah, like, I, but that again, that was eight from second base. Yeah, I was going to say that shortstop. Put him in right. From the other side of the fucking diamond, he needs way stronger arm than that. Um, like, he has the range. He has the glove. Really good fielder. That's never been my qualm with him. The arm fucking is dead. And they have this new surgery I was reading a little bit about. I guess they put like a bracket in there. I don't, I mean, I'm not a fucking doctor, so I don't know exactly what it is, but I guess they put some sort of bracket in there and it's supposed to uh, like truly strengthen it. But I I don't know that after this surgery, you're still going to be like, yep, shortstop, especially when the whole reason they didn't want to give Xander like eight years or whatever is because they have a shortstop and the minors that's supposed to be here and, Meyer, Two right? Years, Mayor, Max, Meyer. yeah, Marcelo Meyer. Yeah. So it's like you're gonna. This is what they did with Kevin Euclid. Different, different GM, different coach, all that. But Kevin Euclid came up as a third baseman. They moved him to first when they got Adrian Beltre, and then they they uh, moved him back to third when they got Adrian Gonzalez. And he was Adrian. the kind of guy who pl- he played so hard that when he got to first, he was like, "All right, my body can handle this." I'm already 30. And he went from a guy who was getting like top five MVP votes to out of the league in two years because that transition back to a more difficult, more strenuous position wasn't what his body needed at that point of his career. And Adrian Beltre went on to continue his Hall of Fame career. And Adrian Gonzalez was sold to the Dodgers next the next season. This is what I was worried about with Trevor Story the second they signed him that they were going to have him play second for one year. Even the game Xander took off last year, they refused to play story at shortstop because they didn't want people to freak out about him being the shortstop of the future. Now he's the shortstop of no one, no, no, no present or the disabled list. Yeah. And when this came out, it was just like, Oh, maybe he'll be done for a couple of months. And then I'm, I'm spoken. He was like, we are not backing on him playing this year. It was like, <laughs> awesome. This is great. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even read the story from Jeff Pass and Trevor's story underwent UCL surgery with an internal brace on his right elbow. In other words, modified Tommy John surgery, not words I want to hear, with a quicker return date. Generally speaking, players miss four to six months following the surgery. Now, it's January. Four to six months would put us in. So he's going to come back for what the last month of the season, maybe? Yeah, if I mean, it's the six, six months, months be, if it's the six, six months. months would be right. June, but even guys who have this surgery, they usually only come back yeah. and hit. Uh, so mm. it's like, is that like that's not his strength? Uh, so is that what you want, or would you rather him right. just like listen? He's here for I think it's five more years after this, yeah, it's because it's a seven year deal. Five more years after this, there's no reason, like, he's here, there's nothing you can do about it, he's here. So let him rest the whole year, and then hopefully he returns back to like an all-star caliber second baseman next year. If the plan is to have him rebuild all this and then put him at short again, that's really fucking stupid. 
well, if they take the whole year off to charge his arm up for the move to third. Everybody's talking short. We're moving to third. Devers is short. Yeah. Um. Well, that's what when the Padres were trying to trade for him and when the Rangers were considering signing him, they were going to put him in the outfield. And that's, I mean, his arm would literally have fallen off. Like genuinely would have fallen right off the bone. It still may. So this it is, still may. Yeah, this oh. is, this was just, and I said this fucking guy when the story came out and people were like, oh, real cool, trashing the guy who got hurt. And it's like, that's not, I say this fucking guy when I see my best friend. That's not what that means. It's just like, it's exasperation. It's like, since he got here, it's been a problem. And it's not, none of it's really his fault. Right. I said, I'd be a huge Trevor Story fan if he was our second baseman. The fact that it, exactly what happened is my biggest fear. Yeah, that pisses me off. And that's not his fault. That's the team's fault for being that fucking stupid. Yeah, you hate him. I hear you. Um, <laughs> it's all his fault. He's a big dumb dumb. I heard you laugh and clear. That's tough. Where's we'll take a break in a second. We uh got some wrestling to talk, but where's Meyer at? And he like double A trip. Like what's his ETA? I guess. Uh, I mean, he's advancing very quickly. I don't remember if he hit double A at the end of last year, um, but I I know he's at least starting the year at double A this year. Um, okay. And that's that's kind of like the biggest test uh, for guys is double A, and so hopefully. He hits the ground running. I don't, I would be shocked if we saw him this year. I doubt they want to start his clock, even if he was tearing the cover off the right. ball. But sometime next year wouldn't shock me if he came up. Maybe he and Trevor Story come back at the same time. I had 30 to 40 games last year in double A, apparently. Said he killed it. So, yeah, maybe, but again, yeah, they will, yeah, even if he's nice. ready, they'll definitely dick around the service time, uh, as many teams do, probably. Let's take us a little break. Let's take us a little break. Why well, see? We're gonna we're gonna platoon. We're gonna try some platoon quad box action. We're gonna see if we can get a number one Matisse Thibel fan Grum in here to talk some wrestling. Had some big wrestling news yesterday. The tears just set off. I, I don't even know what. So let's take a quick break. We'll get Grum in here situated. Why well, see? We bid you adieu, sir. If everybody could thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribe in the chat. Quick break. We'll come back and uh, talk some wrestling. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, hour two. Heard some wrestling yesterday and got bigger wrestling news, maybe. Had to call in uh, one of the experts. We got Hello. Grum in the house. How are we feeling, Grum? Looking well. How are we you. feeling? I'm entering my Spencer Hall era of uh, <laughs> being a bearded white guy with glasses and funny t uh, funny button-ups. Uh, on right now. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Hello. Of course. Uh, so first things first, what the hell is going on with this WWE business? Um, I, I, I was trying to formulate how to best really describe it in like NBA terms. And the only thing I could keep coming back to is like if Robert Sarver came back from being ousted, not just to sell the Suns, but also to sell like the entire NBA and also maybe he gets to be back to being an owner of his team or a team maybe maybe not even his own um so that's the that's the best way i can come up with it's it's uh it's a little bit of a unpre unprecedented times really for like a billion dollar company like the wwe to be sold um, did anybody see this coming like it was news to me but was this like on the horizon so in December, it was reported that like the the board of directors was like it was like no, we don't want Vince McMahon back 
at all. Like he's not welcome back. We actually disprove of him coming back officially. So if he comes back, it's against like the company's wishes. And because he had is able to basically be like, no, I'm back. He said, I'm back successfully pulled off a coup on January 6th, unlike his wife and his best friend. And within a couple of days, it's being reported that like they, they, they got JP Morgan to take care of the sale. He does. He has zero faith in anybody else to, take over the sale and uh it's just a very um uh back and forth of of a lot of misinformation going on as well so it's like who it's it's kind of predicted but also not at least this quick so was vince coming back in predicted no well uh he said he wanted to be back and everybody was like well he doesn't no one wants him back like the stock is great business is great ratings right. television everything is up since he left the day he left <laughs> he walked out the door on the up and up and everything everybody's like the morale is great for the company everybody's happy you know triple h is doing this thing creativity you know on creative side uh at the time stephanie mcmahon and nick khan were the co-ceos and business wise doing great and vince mcmahon just couldn't let things be because he wasn't in control so he said i'm coming back and they're like no 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 please don't we don't want you back and he said but i'm going to be back and as of the new year he came back so stephanie's out yes she officially officially resigned so in 20 Mm. in 2022 she went she took a personal leave and it was at the time just kind of temporary where uh people were like well (laughs) It, Nick Khan's just climbing up the ladder. He knocked out, you know, Triple H. He knocked out this guy. He knocked out uh, Shane McMahon. Uh, they blame Shane McMahon for a horrible Royal Rumble match because he made it all about himself. Uh, and Shane then, McMahon? <laughs> yes, the Shane McMahon. To the point where he was removed from the company, like completely outright. Really. <laughs> Damn. Like, uh, so no, no, certainly no happy birthday uh, tweets for him. No more paycheck for him. Um, but he, he's Shane McMahon. He'll find something to jump off of, um, safely. And, uh, so Stephanie then took a personal leave. And I was like, well, next Nick Khan's just the kind of the joke in wrestling Twitter and whatnot was that Nick Khan is climbing the mountain, like the mortal Kombat uh, tower where, you know, all right, next one up. Oh, Hey, all that's left is Vince McMahon. Right. So naturally when in July, June and July, when the news comes out that he, uh, not only was doing some bad things, but he's also taking, company money to turn it into hush money um people were like huh that's interesting because he so who's doing all this what's the incentive here and the fact that it didn't get reported by any wrestling news right away but like forbes and wall street journal meant it was serious uh so it's just kind of a weird timeline for the last uh, seven or so months is it official? Because I did, I think before we went live with Ariel Hawani, the MMA guy, right? School yeah. was saying yeah, yeah. that this is unofficial. So is this, I guess, what what do we know for certain? About as much as we did last night when people, <laughs> so imagine if not Woj and Shams, but the people that work below them, like, so like Tim Bonatemps and other, and like individual team insiders were just tweeting vague, cryptic, like eyeball emojis. And then, Somebody else that doesn't work for anything that just is kind of wrong all the time goes, "Hey, uh, it's done deal." There's the WWE is selling to the Saudi uh, the Saudi Arabian investment fund. They are 
going to be owned by the the royal family uh and it's official done deal everything's done and everybody's like yep that's what i heard uh-huh yep that's <laughs> mm-hmm. i saw the tweet as well yep. yeah <laughs> yep I, that, I can i can confirm this except the two biggest names in wrestling journalism uh for as unserious of a profession it can be at sometimes sean ross saps and dave Meltzer uh did not confirm that they refused it like wait we're not hearing that from our people other people may, but we're not confirming that. And then this morning, actual journalism uh, people came out and were like, mm, "No, this isn't. As of this moment, this is not. This deal isn't in place." So, it's kind of is it agreed to in principle, and they have to go through the months and months of like making it legit, or is it actually not at all? And somebody leaked this to kind of tank it because WB also has broadcasting rights to be negotiated this year, and. If you mm. look at uh, the Live Golf Tour, with all the great names and everything that they had, nobody wanted to give them time. Not at all. Like, right. if, you know, Fox Sports was like, we can give you a Fox Sports 2 at like 10 at night for right. an Online hour. Online via the app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, you know, so it's interesting to see if they're trying to just say, hey, we're going to get this deal, but let's wait until we have these broadcasting rights uh, first and – you know, now people are kind of seeing through that of like, well, they were always a threat, but now are they the only choice? Because the only other people that were involved seriously in my, in in, where I'm sitting is like NBC universal because they, the Peacock app has the WB network. Monday night raw is on the USA network, which is an NBC universal channel. And then SmackDown is on Fox but their broadcasting rights are up at the end of the year as well. So maybe mm. they put that on NBC. Now, who does somebody in? Do, do, do we uh, think uh, it, Steph, it, Steph leaked it on the way out? She's pissed that dad's back. She's like, well, he's going to sell to Saudi Arabia anyway, so fuck him. Fill all the news, yeah. Well, that's the, the fun is the conspiracy theory of this all, which is, hey, did who leaked what originally? And is this Vince coming back being spiteful in front to them? Because people are like, oh, well, like maybe Stephanie leaked it so that she felt like she was ousted and she wanted control and she was afraid of the, how the, the company was going. Some like real su- succession stuff going on. And uh, the, the, the new theory is that she put in a resignation because she knew, hey, this is going to the Saudi Arabian fa- royal family and they do not want a woman like a woman at all at the front of this thing. And I don't want to be a part of a company that is owned by them. And, you know, a lot of people are kind of reading into a resignation of like, Oh, Oh, it's official. Like it's it's for sure. Like that was the smoking gun. Yeah. And I, it's just one of those things. I wonder if I take it back a couple months ago of like, they had a, they had their event in Saudi Arabia, Logan Paul wrestled Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar wrestled Bobby Lashley. Some other matches happened, but it was the first time that the Saudi Arabian Royal family did not interact with Vince McMahon at all. And maybe something didn't go right. um, Let alone there being a prominent talent of Syrian descent who is um, at the top of the card right now to the point where, uh, the people of Saudi Arabia are chanting for a guy who literally cannot step foot in the country without being murdered. And Jesus. my theory, like it's a weird, it's a very out there theory of mine, which is 
they didn't like that. And they're like, hey, we want Vince back. And Vince is like, well, I'm gone, guys. Like, they don't want me back. And they're just waving the money and being like, just come on. Come on. Like, here. Come right. see your fat stacks. We'll Look, and we'll get you back in charge. It'll be your company because the theory is they're going to back investment-wise him so that he can just buy the company outright and go back to being a private entity, which means he gets to answer to only himself. That's Jeez. what Vince McMahon needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more I do, love, I do love like Stephanie McMahon like growing morals overnight. That's so far the funniest part of the story. To me. Like this, I, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, listen, I can't. That, this is a bridge too far for me, guys. Like, I don't. There's this weird backlash. Like it happened with golf too. I, like, is Saudi Arabia wildly different than the United States of America? Like, we're not talking about the most moral Careful, country man. here. Careful. Hey, listen, all I'm saying is what, like, people were talking big shit about Qatar during this World Cup. Wait till the rest of the world gets to fry us up in three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anti American Coley over here. It's not even that. It's like, like, it happened with the live golf stuff. It was just like, oh, how could they take this kind of money? It's like, where's the money coming from for any of this? Where's the clean money come anywhere? Right. It's like, like when Nike's getting getting uh, real moral, it's like, oh, Nike's gonna talk about morality. <laughs> Where Apple's gonna talk about morality? Like, there's there's no morality here. Yeah, it's interesting to see where the line is drawn. Um, I, last night was uh was a fun night to spectate like wrestling Twitter because you had this ongoing kind of back and forth between wrestling journalism twitter and then of them being like vague speculative and not quite like disclaimering that they were kind of going in their own theory and then you had wrestling twitter who are just like we're gonna get these jokes off we're gonna put uh we're gonna put some xenophobic tweets out there and make some jokes about saudi arabia but then also like also kind of be kind of concerned for the well-being of you know, some talent who are LGBTQ and who, and employees, not just the talent, but also employees and like the far reaches of where this is going. So you had this kind of like dumpster fire for lack of a better word of all because something might happen and no one knows for sure when it's going to happen. If it's going to happen, it'll probably happen. But it's like, like for like, there's a character who uh, on the TV show, it's uncle howdy. And somebody made a joke about Uncle Saudi, and I, hey. it's just like, what? What's going on? What, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Yeah, here? who have we seen a price? I'm just curious. Like, what? Yeah. What's the WWE <laughs> cost? I know, so I know they're good for it, but I'm just what would <laughs> yeah. like if you're saying yeah. the NBA. So somebody got somebody bought the NBA. How much would that even? How do you even put a number on that? <laughs> I don't. I I don't know if you really can. Um, Scoob, I don't know if you know off the top of your head of or, or how much the UFC went for. Uh, but I, it's kind of, I feel like mm -hmm. it'll be more valuable than the UFC because it's got a better network, like a, like a, uh, their own service. They library stuff too, right? Library stuff. They run an insane 300 plus events a year. You know, it's, it's everything. It's not only is it like an NBA, but it's also like the, the, you know the circus and you also have these you know, it's like uh, its own tele like production company there's just so many things that go into it and anybody that would buy it are, are paying a, a very hefty price uh for a lot of a lot of content i mean just in a single week you're looking at three national television shows 
that's about seven hours. You have two hour long programs that are exclusive to like YouTube and their service. And then you have all these other other projects that are coming out, like documentaries that are going on or your premium live events or their pay-per-views every month. That's an additional three to four hours. And you're just looking at it like, that's a lot of time to sell to advertisers. And it's one thing to have live television programming that people quote unquote can't miss, but also be like, Hey, we have live advertising and we're just going to sell you this. And also we're going to incorporate it into our, brands our uh you know promotion because now we can be like hey check out uh you know like if abc bought it check out the cast of abbott elementary on monday night raw and now we're gonna do a bit with the janitors quinta brunson yeah. <laughs> yes. you know yes, turn it up. the, the, cr- the cross pollinating of all the, of the products you know they've done in the past but it, if it's owned by nbc or fox or abc disney or whoever like a like a like a um, media company, it's on a different level. What it, do we know? How much UFC went for? Four billion went for four. So would what, what would the WE go for? Double that. I yeah. was gonna say eight. Off yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like. I'm not an expert in like the finances of whatnot, but I ten like isn't out of the realm of possibility just because of everything you're getting. I mean, you're getting a lot more overhead than the UFC. Like the UFC has right. their own events. Um, and it's just, you know, four or five a, a, a month. Whereas WWE, you have to get all these, you have to rent out an arena, four or five arenas a week. You have to make sure everybody's like coordinated, buy the plane tickets, set up their rent, the, the rental cars, you know, uh, make sure that you have catering at your events. Uh, and also, cover like liability stuff because sometimes people go out outside of the ring and may or may not hit a like a, a fan because the fans are in the wrong place at, at the I wrong time. <laughs> yeah no wrestlers yeah um oh. but yeah Would, so were there any other you're saying like if a media company bought it but was there any talks of that like ww or disney looking into buying wwe yeah the mouse Yes, else. Uh, <laughs> there were there was a tweet about it had NBC Universal who you, for the last couple of years there have been thoughts about stripping down the like they they let go a lot of talent over the last couple of years like right around the start of the pandemic and uh, employees and it's like oh they're prepping to strip it down for a sell similar to like the Nationals trading right. away Juan Soto and all the all, ev- literally everybody else who makes money so that hey you're not getting any insane costs you're not tied down to anything uh buy our product and so they were kind of stripping down everything and nbc universal and fox were the big two at the time because they both had like serious investments with both monday night raw and friday night smackdown and then abc kind of disney kind of came along for the same idea of like hey content you're the mouse you own everything why not amazon as well i think uh, at well at the time Facebook, but now like Meta has been in mm. on it. Um, I don't think like Google or Apple or some other tech companies are in on it. Um, but yeah, so you're looking at the big media companies and then the Saudi Arabian royal family. Coley, what are you you going to chip in? What, what were you going to say? <laughs> I might prefer the Saudis to to Meta. <laughs> Truth be told, you like to put on the <laughs> VR headset to watch the little WWE. Get actually punched yeah. upside the head, yeah. Uh, 
it's one brand of tier or another. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's no good person that's like I got eleven. It has ten billion dollars to yeah. spend. Yeah, for wrestling. Like again, like this is what we're talking about. Where pe- that's what bothers me. The the picking and choosing of morals is what bothers me. It's like I'll watch wrestling owned by Vince McMahon forever. He sells it to those guys where they already. Have, how many events are there in Saudi Arabia every year? It's like every month uh, they're over there. It's two. They they tend okay. to run. One in like February, right before WrestleMania, and then one in October. Uh, so okay. about yeah, two, okay, maybe three. But they're you know they're looking at like running all other international uh, places. London, they just announced a, an event in London. Um, Another moral like, uh, company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get the key. You got to do it a long time ago, man. That's yeah, you got to do this for a long time. You got to get grandfathered right. in. That's like where religion versus cult. Yeah, religion versus cult. <laughs> that that's where I get like a lot. Um, a lot of an, an annoyance and frustration with like wrestling fans right. is like, like, like Coley said, like you, you're fine. You were fine with Vince McMahon, a billionaire. And then you're, but now, you know, somebody who is less secretive about the evil that they've done. <laughs> like, and I don't even know. I, I want to put less in quotation marks. Cause we, right. we known like wrestling fans have known the evils that Vince McMahon has done for decades. No, he keeps it close to the vest. Like, Vince McMahon is the man that God fears and the devil pays rent to. So, like, is there anything worse? Own it. Like, could, how is there somebody who is worse at owning, you know, or worse to support financially than Vince McMahon? But like, wrestling has always just been horrible. It's the the drudge. It is like, <laughs> hey man, I like it's to get so drunk. Bad, I like to get drunk and fight. I'm gonna be a pro wrestler and I'm gonna do it. Also, no one's gonna care if I'm a card carrying member of the KKK or if I <laughs> if I pimp women outs for my own benefit or like the, the moralities of of pro wrestling is is dog shit. And I, I don't understand why people are picking now to have the like you can want it to be better, but like for sure. Drawing yeah, the that's, drawing that's the line different. now, yeah. drawing yeah. the line now and being like, this is where I get off. It's like, but you were fine with literally everything else that you've been told about pro wrestling so it's yeah it's it gets frustrating do you think this will like change like the i imagine wrestling like the popularity is on a upward trajectory would this sale change that do you I, think people wouldn't i think i think people would say they'll make that stand but yeah do you think people will make that stand where it would affect like the arrow starts to go down i I don't know if I see it, but I'm yeah, I, curious. I mean, people were interested in, in the live golf, like because of the people involved. You know, they were like, "Oh, hey, like, oh, you know, I love this guy. Yeah, great, yeah, I'll be into it." And then they there wasn't enough interest from other people to put it on, but there was certainly interest in people watching it, following it. And now you take something where fifty-two weeks a year you see the same characters and whatnot, and stories being told, and now you're going to be like, "Yeah, I'm going to cut that cold turkey." That's I'm done following this thing. I've invested my last, you know, 18 months in like Roman Reigns has been the world champion for well over two years now. And at WrestleMania this year, a lot of theories getting thrown out that he's going to wrestle the rock and somebody else for defend both titles individually, or somebody's going to take the title off or Sami Zayn is going to be the world champion. And it, it's, I find it hard for myself to be like, no, this is where I'm cutting the cord. Like I'm, I'm hopping off now. And I think for a lot of other pro wrestling fans, it's similar where they're like, I don't feel right about this. And I haven't felt right about this for a while. Vince McMahon leaving is great. It makes me feel better about being a WWE fan. Vince McMahon coming back 
uh, selling not so to, great. Yeah. Sell, selling to some equally bad people. Uh, um, but I think, I think the biggest dip will be from like sponsors because right. I think where a lot of the morality is coming from is, hey, we don't want to be a, we don't want our brand to be associated with bad people with who brand, are yeah. not american bad people we're fine with a bad right, american yeah, people you our know own, our <laughs> you own know, terrible ho- homegrown bad people yes you know uh, bootstraps evil yes all the moral we, banks and what have you. yeah <laughs> but we don't want we don't want foreign bad people you know who we could easily be like oh they don't look like us and i think a lot of the sponsors that deal with wwe who is also very family friendly it it makes it even more of like ooh. Man, you know, uh, Snickers, we don't want to deal with that. Like, oh, we're good yeah. with that. You know, like, you're going to go back to Stacker as your main sponsor and your your Lugs as your, <laughs> your you know, your number one sponsor. <laughs> but, like. Punk flexes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's everywhere over there. <laughs> but <laughs> you go back. You in yeah. the world. <laughs> I just think it's, um, I think a lo- the, the arrow, I think, will continue to go up only because uh, wrestling is like forever like it's been a constant for the last hundred some odd years i think it won't go up as much as it could have if it stayed on this track you know as of you know christmas but now it's like all right so instead of it being like a steeper it's still it's more of kind of closer to plateauing a bit just because there's so much to answer still like all right vince is back was he back business-wise or is he back business and creative-wise what does that mean who is he selling to he installed three yes men uh onto onto the board so that he would have a vote if what a things got yeah right like (laughs) the amount you don't get to his spot by bad decisions like (laughs) you know if he wasn't such a horrible person you'd almost be like you move in a very like it's almost way if you weren't a horrible human being, I could appreciate your savvy. If you didn't help cover up murders, you know, and be responsible for murders. Murders. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't be that bad. I'd almost respect your business acumen. You know, that's the difference between a guy like you and Mark Cuban, you know? No. <laughs> we can respect uh, you. Because the thing, and again, I'm not asking that. I watched NCAA basketball. Last night we watched the World Cup. We watched UFC. Like we watch all these. So it's not me sitting high and looking low. But a thing I wonder, well, like with the live golf, I feel like they made it abundantly clear. Like we don't really care about sponsors because we don't really care about making. Like if you want sponsors, you're trying to make money and build partnerships. We kind of don't care. We need to wash this money. So I w- would that be this? It's like the sponsors pull out and they're like, uh, okay, we're not really trying to. We're not doing this for profit. Uh, so I don't know if you guys saw that there was a tweet and I don't know how, like, so I'm not going to completely source it, but there were all, somebody said there were some ulterior motives to the live golf, uh, you know, like fan sign up stuffs. And I, part of me wonders if that's also where like WWE is kind of, um, uh, a front would be a front for sports washing, but also collecting information of some kind. Cause you have a traveling you you have somewhere that is in a different city almost every day of the year. Like right. it makes you wonder, like, okay, how on the up and up is this? Um, but like, I don't think they're gonna be. I mean, they have enough money; they're not gonna be worried about sponsors, and they're not gonna be worried about, um, you know, like they're not gonna be worried about 
those kind of like business stuff because at the end of the day, they don't need that money. What they need is right. the reach, the credibility, you know, things like that what, that they can't get on their own for one reason or the other. Whereas, like, you know, if NBC buys it, they're like, yeah, no, cool, more money for us. We own the content we are putting out there. That means we're not paying anybody else for this content. It's like Netflix, but hopefully more successful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this says, this is with Bloomberg.com. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Live back by yeah, six seventy six B Saudi sovereign sovereign uh, wealth fund was accused Tuesday of using its U.S. lawsuit against PJ to build an intelligence file on families of nine eleven victims who have been critical of the kingdom and its new professional golf circuit. So you you definitely risk that when you make these kind of business moves. Mm. Um, I'm also cracking up. Everybody, Grum, they're saying you sound like YC. I don't know if you can what? see the chat right now. They're saying. I, I just, <laughs> I wanted you to be aware of. They're saying you sound like them, YC. They call them White C. Hey, I'm White hey. C. Oh boy. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, two handsome, two handsome gentlemen. All right. Uh, that's right. A, that's, that's a comp, You know, it's good. That's good. Great thing. Great news. Um, <laughs> White C. Who said that, man? Let's go get him out. You <laughs> won't treat our well, guests I, this way. I also, I also saw Irvin call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call American evil farm to table evil. <laughs> really free, free range evil. That's, that's really good. It really is all how you how they uh, market it. And how you no look one, at it? Yeah. Like I, I'm not. I don't know. Every time I go like those people, are like, oh, you hate America. No, I don't. It's what Grum was saying about wrestling. Like I want it to be better. So always pointing at other people and being like, that's bad. Does not fix anything. Does not solve anything. It's just always frustrating. And to a thing like live getting in action forced PGA to change some shit. Mm-hmm. Like they had, they changed some salaries, they changed some guarantees, some payouts for winnings. Could that do that for a like AEW, something like that? So, uh, so AEW is interesting because they're privately owned. Tony Khan, mm-hmm. son of Shot. <laughs> yeah, they are very, very, uh, <laughs> very you know, privately owned. Very privately owned. Uh, good luck getting any information out of them because they've got most wrestling journalists uh, in the back pocket in some in some some ways. And uh, I, it's one of the, the interesting thing is like with uh, it, with with AEW is how they find themselves just kind of always being in a good spot. You know, like, like shout out Tony Khan. He always positions his company to be in a good spot that, you know, hey, we've, they've got a big show tonight, you know, on TBS uh, in L.A. It's a big show that it, uh, match seven of a seven match series, a ladder of death match or, you know, I forget how to what is the official, but between the, the elite and the death triangle big time where they're like all Tony Khan has to do with any news is just go. Hey, we got our show today. Like, you want to come by? Like, you know, like he tweeted out the other day, like, oh man, everybody's been nice to me the last 24 hours after Vince McMahon <laughs> came up? back. You know, like, uh, you know, after months of people being like reports of like, hey, people want to leave AEW to go back to the WWE because A, money, and B, their friends are there and it's the more prestigious thing. It's more eyeballs where they were kind of like using AEW to be like a fallback plan. But when they a, have, oh, sorry. Yeah, Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, when they have these events in Saudi Arabia now, are, are women wrestlers never involved? Is it always an all-men card? No. So it is. They This year had two, oh, the, the October 
card, they had two uh, women's matches and a WWE women's tag team match and then the Raw title between Bianca Belair and Bailey. And they have WWE has done a lot of progress for themselves as a, as a company in that sense. I don't know like how well it's um, you know I'm not an expert in like the geopolitical stuff and how well that's transferred right. over to you know the rest of their country. But when they have their their shows, they bring their talent that is allowed to come in without being murdered. Sami Zayn, uh, MVP also is kind of if he, well MVP I believe would be in jail. But yeah, okay. uh, but like there's a couple talents who literally can't come into the country, but they bring who they want to, and they want to bring a diverse uh, and you know cast of of characters and whatnot that represents them as a company while also being respectful to the culture of saudi arabia which is a different discussion but right right they they've done it where they used to just wrestle in a t-shirt and like a full body suit uh, a couple a couple years ago like the very first match was like two women who weren't the big stars because they didn't want to risk bringing them over in case something happened uh and sacrifices yeah, yeah well, well or you know uh you know a couple of years ago they literally were could not be like leave the country they had right. they wrestled on a thursday night and they couldn't make it to smackdown the next day so they literally called up the farm system to be like hey come on up everybody because we don't have the bodies uh and they're at a spot yeah there we go lacey Evans that's why that was yeah. the first one in saudi arabia there was alexa bliss versus sasha banks was in the united emirates um uh, earlier that year, I believe. Um, but that's what they used to wear. Uh, just a t-shirt over it. So you didn't see any curves or anything. Um, yeah, there, the, there's the footage from their very first for the, uh, the first ever in the, in the region. And, um, the, as they've gotten more and more used to seeing the women's wrestlers, there's more personality where now they're not wearing, you know, loose fitting clothes, you know, or, you know, wrestling in, you know, they're able to express themselves and, and have color to their entire outfit. So you understand who they are and it's good to see that, but it's right. also like, like why we're making concessions to make concessions. Or are we making concessions right. to make progress? Right. And also like, these are the, it's 2023. This is the yeah. progress. A woman yeah. doesn't have to wrestle, wrestle in a, a overly baggy shirt. Mm hmm. So, and I saw somebody like, like I don't want to point this out or say it like we're being dismissive of it. Right. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, McMahon, but it's like if we don't point it out about every like people doing similar thing. Yeah, but I don't yeah. Put, like, yeah. It's, I'm not trying to be dismissive. That's why I wanted to ask this because I think mm. it was Steven asked it. And yeah, I'm not trying to be dismissive. I'm not trying to say who cares. I, my thing is the pointing of the picking and choosing when morality should come into the picture because right. I heard a lot with golf. And I'm hearing it a lot last. Like there, a lot of it is just straight racism, uh, which is what I'm, I think you can it's say. Like it's white money versus brown yeah. money. Somebody, yeah. Put yeah. yeah. But it's also just like, I, like some some people are just using this as an excuse to get some racism off. Other people are raising valid mm. concerns, like with the because when Grum brought up the LGBTQ stuff, that hadn't crossed my mind. So that was right. like something that was like, oh yeah, that's a good point. It's not always just like, oh, America sucks, because that's not what I believe. I just want it to be better here, and I want people to talk about the morality of things before something like this comes up. You know what I mean? Like, this this could have been happening any... I know Vince stepped back and all that, but 
yeah, and the Sami Zayn stuff, like I that's why Grum's here. I'm not a WWE expert. Um, but it, these are the thoughts that cross my mind going into it. Yeah, and it, well, it's why we talk this stuff out. I would hope to, yeah, but the uh, Grum, you're saying. I, that, I was just saying, it's, I'm here with the t-shirt, you know, I got the wrestling the <laughs> shirt, but uh, no, uh, it, no, you're right. Like these are, it, it's, there's not, there, there's, I feel like there's, a, there's people who are talking about it from a place of both good intentions, but ignorance where like, all right, I don't understand, but I want Me. things to be better, <laughs> you know, but like, it's good to have this kind of conversation of like, all right, I don't understand what's going on over, over with this. But I know that it conflicts with my own idea of what good is. But right. also, is it um, where? But then it you have to have that self reflection of like, okay, well, why am I only like Coley said? Why am I? Why are we constantly only like applying it to non white countries? Like you know, yeah, you know, like oh well, live golf. All right, PGA Tour. Like the the PGA Tour did not want the greatest golfer of all time to be a part of anything because he happened to be black. You know, and they wanted to force him out and whatnot. So with like the the morality stuff, yes, this is not like the Saudi Arabian government has some very restrictive, for lack of a better word, philosophies, and it is not a safe place for a portion of WWE's employees, contracted talent. So for that reason, there is concern to be like, all right. What does this mean for some of my favorite wrestlers or people who right. work for, you know, alongside of my favorite wrestlers? Because now their livelihood may be jeopardized. We don't know. Right. Like, they're live. Like, they're, yeah. they're live. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Live. Like, so that know? part I, I definitely understand. Mm-hmm. But it's also like live golf. It's not like they moved all those golfers to Saudi Arabia. Like, they, all their events, are, most of their yeah. events are still in the United States. So, would that not be similar or would it be like, even if you're in the U S you still can't wrestle. It, it would probably be similar to the live where it's like, Hey, like, you know what you're, you're, you're cool to wrestle here, but I just don't, this is projecting a, a, a good amount here. Um, so I want to preface that with like, I'm not entirely sure who knows, maybe they would like to fully sports wash and whatnot, but I given their philosophies and their laws and their ideals, I don't see how them, having talent that that a hundred percent goes against that like they don't agree with lgbtq like like they at all there's talent that they would not allow to in the country because they are in same-sex relationships or they identify uh you know as 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 non-binary you know there are talents that simply because of where their family lineage is cannot come to the country right could not be there for religious reasons so there's it's 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 a one of those what ifs or like what you know we don't have an answer to is mm-hmm. how how strong would their influence be on the company would they want mm-hmm. their ideals and their philosophies and their laws on to the day to day stuff show yeah. to show every, right. right and that yeah and like these are just talents like there's people who work for the company who work in you know who for work in marketing you know in social media who are go against the Saudi Arabian laws and now they need to find a different job, which might be a little quote unquote, might be a little bit easier than for a wrestler because you could go to, you know, wrestler wrestles. That's what they do. But like, why, why do you want, like, you don't want them to be in like, have to do that, you know? So it's, but you just don't know if that's, that's going to happen or not. Right. 
we have gonna, like if yeah. we talk about LGBTQ rights, like the whole last year in this country has been dangling reproductive rights in front of women like a carrot. Like maybe we'll give them to you, maybe we won't. And then getting told every uh, drag show is is uh, grooming young children. So it's like right. that's where I still struggle with. Like, are we sure we have that figured out here <laughs> yeah, before yeah. we start casting aspersions elsewhere? Like. I'm not saying they're the super progressive and we're anti-progressive, but that's yeah. that's in my brain. I hope I'm I'm saying it in a way that's coming off like understandable. That's where I, I have a hard time pointing a finger at someone else's lack of progress when I see plenty of it here as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 like in the chat, uh the Irvin was asking if like um the wrestlers were qualified for this the SAG if they were bought out by a big broadcaster. I don't know if that's the case. I know that they have tried to be a lot of wrestlers try to get into like movie work. So to be stunt people so that they can be in a, in a, in a union because there's no healthcare. Like, that's the other thing is that like, yeah, that, <laughs> like no healthcare go, for any of these. Right no, like, yeah, they don't have a, you know, they have a standard like, Oh, if you get hurt at work, like we'll pay, like we'll pay because that's what we're supposed to do. Not what we're legally obligated to do. You know, where if they, if they decided to be like, mm, you broke your leg at work. We're not do we're we're not on the hook for this, you know. Right. Uh, but like the like I don't know like that's another question of like okay would they would healthcare come along would that be a concession that they would make to make themselves make like a potential buyer look better like hey now we can afford full on healthcare for you and your family and you're like well I do enjoy not dying but I. <laughs> might still die because i'm like you know like i'm wrestling and now i'm wrestling for a company owned or backed by the saudi arabian royal family is it's just a lot of a lot of questioning and it's just it's a tough topic because there is the element of like all right are you just being xenophobic because hey these like coley said we don't have things figured out here like there are still there is a large loud group of people who are actively working against some of these same people who were talking about being concerned for a po possible purchase and they don't feel safe in their own like country so it's a right. you know hey like we can criticize what this would mean what this sale would mean for their for the company both in a public and a, a on a private level um but it's just it gets where you're like, all right, I want to make sure we're doing this um, as best as possible. That's that's the thing you would hope, but I just keep thinking, but you get into six, seven, eight, nine billion dollars. Are the people, are those people having these conversations that we're trying to have? You know what I mean? That's what I, <laughs> I don't, that's why I asked the questions. I don't know. I'm not in those rooms. Their questions um, are like, did you say B or did you say the M word? Because if it's the M word, <laughs> this conversation's over, Laurie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> may ask for the m word um and like jay burst like in this i would hope it comes off as like we're trying to point the fingers at but we're not saying one's better right. or worse than the other one's acceptable one's unacceptable it's like these are bad we don't want them to happen yes. anywhere yeah yes. that's how i'm trying to say it if it's not coming right. off that way i apologize it's definitely point two not zero not be like everyone can do whatever they want <laughs> right i don't care about anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I, wanna... I say all that to say I don't care. That's that's what I was saying. I want to reiterate: Vince McMahon is the man that God fears and the devil owes rent. Like he is evil incarnate. Like he, there, the amount of stuff that he has done that people know about is disgusting. And I'm sure that there's only a little bit of that iceberg that we know, because for a guy who has been as with as much power as he has had for 
50, 40, 50 years. Like, sure, we know, like, okay, check marks on, on some stuff, but, like, is it multiple check marks in some of these things? Like, we know he's responsible right. for at least one on-screen death, you know? Like, we know yeah. that he is, uh, you know, responsible in helping covering up a, a domestic dispute that turned into a murder, you know, with Jimmy Snuka. Like, we know he helped aid that. We know he did some not great things with women un- in a non-consensual, like, thing. Like, Vince McMahon is evil. So are other people who are able to afford individuals or, or a group of people who are able to afford to buy the WWE, like outright. Right. Like this isn't buying candy, you know, this is buying a billion dollar industry that is the top, like, like I, it, the, the distance between the WWE and AW, for example, hmm. is like the distance between the Golden State Warriors and like the Providence you know, fri- friars like that. The level, of, you know, sixty-seven is my the sixty-seven. Yeah, the, yeah. 80, the, the blue coats. Like the difference is enormous because of how long it. It's like the Attitude Era. WWE had forty years. You know, in ninety-seven when we're watching Stone Cold and Degeneration X and The Rock, they've been a company for forty years, and that was twenty-five years ago. So we're seventy-five years of a right. company with. A lot, a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. Yeah. I don't. If anybody had any questions, I didn't want to go away from that. But the the people do want some table talk, Rum. You got okay. one, Mick? Yeah. I've got one. If if you were put into a room, uh, you had a gun with one bullet, and Vince McMahon was there, and Doc Rivers was there. Who's the bullet going in? <laughs> can I get them to line up? Like, <laughs> can I do it right? Can, him, can I? Can I? Is it like, water, it like am I? Am I? Am mm, I? Am you I, a trick am shot? I, yeah. Am I James McAvoy and wanted? Like, yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, uh, I, I probably Vince McMahon. At least he's a he's objectively probably. A, he's <laughs> probably no. He's objectively the, like the, the, uh, the Texas look, score from the night before. It's like Knicks one thirty four Sixers ninety seven. Yeah, let's go. You played, right, Doc, you, you're good. You played Matisse. How much? <laughs> uh, like you decided to play Daniel House as well. <laughs> like, oh man! Like you decided to not not give Joel a break while we're up thirty five in Game Six. Like I don't know Game, the way that Game he Six needs to run. <laughs> he needs to run. Should no. play forty eight. No, no, certainly not. No, 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 no. He shouldn't have been in, and they broke the orbital bone, and uh, yeah. Game six. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I love candy corn. Candy corn's great. Uh, <laughs> it is YC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is y- can you YC all along. Can, can you say Tony Chocoloni for us a couple times? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony Chocoloni. I love going to that's Tony YC, Chocoloni. That's YC. Um, that's YC. <laughs> I love. I love Tony Chocoloni. I love walking in. Uh, they say, "Hey, there's White C." And I said, hey, guys, good to see you. Can I get some of that talk- Tony Chocoloni? Chocoloni, please. Thank you. Um, Julius nope. Randle, your thoughts? That would uh, be the real test. You know what? I'm glad he's a Nick. He's not YC, guys. He's, he's not YC. Because he's not a Sixer. Uh, All right. He's YC, guys. Long <laughs> the word. He's YC. I want uh, the word back up. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Coley, what about you? Vince McMahon, you're in there. One bullet. One gun, one bullet. Vince McMahon, Doc Rivers. I mean, I don't want to kill Doc. He's done so much good for me these last six, seven years, however long he's been in Philly. So I, I need him living a nice, long life. Uh, so, yeah, Vince is out of here. Sorry. 
fact, I'm not going to say sorry to Vince McMahon. Yeah, neither, neither mind. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, he would be yeah, like, yeah, goddamn pal, yeah, yeah, <laughs> goddamn, I respect it, yeah. Run, run to my eyes. Um, yeah, this, I'll book him, I'll book him, come back, that's better than this one, yeah, yeah. He's gonna puke, he's gonna, <laughs> he's man, gonna. Man, gumption to kill me. Yeah. Um, goddamn pal, this is great, yeah, yeah. Oh, now I see in the chat, oh, uh, okay, uh, okay. Grum doing his McMahon while, while typing. No, I got, yeah, my McMahon's not great. I got a great Dusty and a Macho, but that's about it. Um, Can we hear him? Which one do you want to hear first? I'd like to hear Macho, personally. Okay. All right. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> Where you yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Macho Grum. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Thrill Withers show, yeah, with Thrill Withers, presented by Underdog Fantasy, huh? Underdog Sports, yeah, the cream of the crop when it comes to daily fantasy and the other. Get the pickums in right now. That's right, yeah. Use promo code Trill, yeah, uh-huh, and get yourself uh, some extra buckaroos, uh-huh, yeah, dig it, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what I got. Where do you put them glasses from? I do love the, uh... <laughs> right on the, the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that Macho. Like they was, they never moved. I've never seen Macho Man Randy Savage's eyeballs at all. But he was no. still checking them. Like, Miss Elizabeth, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah, Elizabeth, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Talk about a honey, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, respectable young lady that is, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's, uh, oh yeah, then uh, Dusty the Road, baby. Let me tell you, something. <laughs> all right, the American Dream, Dusty the Road. I have winded down with kings and queens, been home with eating pork and beans, but the trail with us. Show mm, that's the top of the mountain, baby. Let me tell you something. Dusty Rhodes, I Rick Flair, he tried to put me out, he tried to put hard times on me, daddy. And let me tell you something. Nuh-uh. Nah, nah, I need you thrill with us. Chat, chat. I need you to put your hand out for me. Cause reaching out, I'm reaching out for you, baby. We're gonna do it together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The American dream. That's we're living it. Amazing. Yeah, we're definitely getting grum to cut us some promos. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's like, man, hey, Scott Steiner listening to TWS? Why are you not? Um... <laughs> he's fat! Uh, he's... <laughs> it's my favorite. I love the Steiner math. You know, like, uh, you have 20, you know, when you normally you fight a guy, it's 50 50. But when you're fighting a genetic freak like me, I don't have a good Scott Steiner. I know that you got <laughs> at Scott best. Scott Steiner has a good Scott Steiner. At yeah. best, 25% chance. So you take your. 33 and a third <laughs> minus your 20. You have an 8.7% chance of living. But me. Because Kurt Angle knows he can't he knows. Me. That's my part. Because <laughs> he knows. Senor Joe, at sacrifice, the numbers spell disaster. And he's fat. It, yeah, the uh, fat. Yeah, he's fat. <laughs> but, and they're like, hey, calm down, Scott. Scott, he's a fat bastard. He's trying to kill me. Like, Got the cameras off, man. He's obese. <laughs> he's overweight. It's BMI. The, the, um, have you ever – if no one – one of my recommendations uh, as a purveyor of dorky stuff in pro wrestling uh, – there is a episode of TNA Impact Wrestling where Scott Steiner is the ring announcer, and he is—I need this. He is constantly just doing things off the cuff, like the <laughs> the the Dudley Boys are wrestling, and he goes from your nearest Krispy Kreme weighing in at fat and <laughs> obese, <laughs> and like he's just doing all that. And meanwhile, Booker T is on commentary. And he's doing kind like, yeah, yeah, Scott's great. Like, this is a great, this is the best. We need to get Announcers Scott. Announcers announcing. <laughs> yeah. 
And later in that episode, Booker T has a match in which he commentates while he beats up the guy. He's like got a <laughs> he, he gets a microphone. He's like, yeah, Booker T, Booker T's stomping him out. Yeah, he's stomping him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker T's gonna look at Booker T's gonna whip him to the rope. Hit him with a clothesline. And then just like all incredible. Play just, by play. You know, incredible. You couldn't see Tony Romo do that. He couldn't do that. Nah, you, you don't have range. You notice we asked Grum about the Sixers, and he was like, I got some impressions, fellas. Well, look, what do you, got? Uh, look you asked me about Matisse Thibel, and I don't want to talk about Matisse you got a Matisse, You got a Matisse Thibel impression, Grum? Yeah. Yeah, he's not had a shot this whole hey, hey, hour. Hey, <laughs> I thought you were going to light some minutes on fire. Uh, um, if, I I wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't such a small room, I definitely would light something on fire. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I can't. I, was, I was, went to a Sixers game a couple weeks ago. And I loudly from the second level yelled, no more Australians. Um, oh. And, oh, Grum, you're no, one to talk no. of this, of this no, Saudi no. no. <laughs> I said, no more Australians. And somebody was like, hey, man, you got a good idea. No more Australians. And I'm like, what have I started? I, I don't want to. I just want to. Like, it's fine if I'm by myself. Um, but are you putting YC next to me? <laughs> I mean, it's what the people say. They want the correct name up there. That's, that's, um, fair. that's fair. You know, I'm gonna. I, well, you know, uh, I can't wait to get to some Tony Chocoloni and um, eat some uh, chippy butts or whatever you guys were talking about earlier. Um, butt chippies, chip, but chip, chippy butt, chippy butts, chippy butts, I think chippy butts. Yeah, those are disgusting. So yeah, no, I hate it. You're canceled, Grum. I'm reading chat now. You, uh, <laughs> you had a good run. We had a Look, fun hour, I, and uh, now not, you're canceled. No more Australian Listen. basketball players, all right? That's all we said. The, yeah. the, the I, damn <laughs> due to you, man. Listen, I plenty, a lot. Plenty. <laughs> we, we got plenty. another hour. Uh, we got, um, uh, I'm not pro-war. I want to get that out of the way, but. <laughs> if we could somehow get Philadelphia v Australia on a ticket, I'd watch that. Yeah, I think it's a too. fair fight. Me too. What's, the, fight. what's the line? What's the line on it? Seven game series. Uh, what do we? Philly minus one twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I think Philly is the. I, yeah, I would take. I would take us. I mean, Philly and six. I, also, they, like, also, I, I, actually, I got to respect. I got to get them a couple games. Hold on, no, no, no. It's Philly minus five hundred. They lost to Birds. Right, and we are birds. Emus, yeah. Go birds, you know, go birds. Uh, and uh, so, like you know, the only person starts saying "go birds," they truly cannot stop. They... <laughs> Don't chat say it now. What have you done? Yeah, let me see those. You know, go birds. Go birds. Yeah, no. Uh, but nice no, the official <laughs> bird dance of PWS. <laughs> the Tatis. Uh, like, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like Australia's odds against us. Um, you know because. Uh, you know, from what I have seen as a Sixers fan, they don't take a lot of shots, and the ones that they do, they don't they don't connect. So, I like my odds. I like I like Philly's odds. I got a I got an alert from a wash bomb here. It says there was anti-Australian sentiment brewing in Philadelphia <laughs> during the game the other day. Sounds the, about right. The league, you know anything about that? The league may be docking a second round pick from Philly for this. Go ahead. We don't have another one. You took it for the, the the alleged tampering. The alleged tampering. No, I read. They said they're going to make Minshew start the playoff game. No. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> if I see that mustache bastard. All right. That's super <laughs> Mario. Hey, cut his school. Let's take five, man. Everybody's been so wonderful. No. See him again. Doc uh, heard all those go birds chants. He was like, I do like go bear. Uh, and he trades <laughs> it. Ships and bead. Ships and bead to Minnesota is what he'll do. 
No, the, the twinest <laughs> towers. They had the wrong idea. <laughs> they had the wrong idea. But yeah, no. Uh, I can't believe Gobert's going to be the third best French uh, center at the next international play. It's wild. Are you counting him being as a French center? Yeah, unless he, unless, <laughs> unless America gets, unless he, you know, decides to join Team America. But uh, yeah, no, it's going to be Embiid, Victor, and then Rudy. Where's Di? Uh, I take Di right <laughs> yeah, now. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over Gobert, call, if call, we talking yeah. to fact. <laughs> um, Gershon, Gershon's big. That's four. Uh, Tony Parker on stilts. Nah, you can keep Parker, man. I, okay. yeah, uh, who's who's the wife named Stilts? <laughs> Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man a, a cigarette out like a grum sunglass. <laughs> uh, before we get you out of here, grum, what the, what are these Eagles doing in the playoffs, man? What are they gonna do? Winning the whole thing. I mean, uh, it, that's the the un, the totally great. 100% unbiased thought is that they're winning the whole thing. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is going to put on a performance of a lifetime for three games. Uh, and we're going to talk about how great Jalen Hurts is and how he is certainly going to make a lot of money. And, um, yeah, Miles Sanders is going to make some money. Maybe not with us, but he's going to make some money in the offseason. Uh, A.J. Brown <laughs> will, <laughs> will make fun of the, the Titans. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, CJ GJ, he's going to say the Saints are idiots too. Um, Bradbury. Yeah, Bradbury's going to say the Giants are idiots. Uh, Darius Slay, uh, his wife is going to say that the. the Slay. <laughs> Slay, sorry. Yeah, big time. Slay. Big Slay. Play Slay, sorry. Big play Slay. Uh, his wife is going to say that the Lions are, are idiots while she's uh, enjoying a good tailgate in Phoenix. And uh, it's probably going to be Birds Chiefs. That's my guess. That's my. That's Who my are you prediction. most worried about? Chiefs. Like in the NFC, uh, yeah. In, a, in the NFC, as, as much as I hate to say it, it's Dallas, just because neither Ooh. team, neither team has been a hundred percent against each other, and they've both been pretty close games. Mike um, McCarthy's their coach. So I we're mean, due for the yeah. Rush Shoe game. Big <laughs> Rush, God, big I Shoe. I hope not. Um, I, I, I don't fear the Bucks um, at all. <laughs> Famous last words. Uh, I mean, I've never, I've never. Look, uh, 2003 was 20 years ago, so uh, and he's still not dead. So they're due. I was doomed? saying 2003 for the Bucks here. Uh, oh, the Bucks wow, beating, yeah. Um, and that's the only other time I've ever said the Bucks don't fear me, and it bit me in the ass. So um, Vikings are unserious. Giants are unserious. Very unserious. Um, Niners I would, don't worry you any. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't buy into the Purdy boy. I don't. He just. Wow. I, that's the famous last word. <laughs> the defense I buy into, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, our defense is just as good, so and we have a better offense. So, I mean, you, you just kind of look at it that way. Um, it's a way to look at it for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm biased as all hell. So, uh, I am I am pro birds. Um, and well, not all birds. Not all birds. I'm not Jam Packard, but Eagles. No, sure. you're YC. We've, I'm YC. We've I'm YC. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the uh, the Niners are probably going to definitely see us in the uh, the conference final, conference championship game. Um, I would love to see the Seahawks just because, God, that would be fun to be birds. like, oh, you know, birds, you know, all the birds. So. I'd also Green love birds. seven seed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at home, yeah. After they've played, yes. we haven't. It would yeah. be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, they have to go from you know the San Francisco and go back home and then come. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, but out of the, I think I think the Chiefs. I I just don't see how the Chiefs don't come out this year. Like it, respect to the the Bengals and the the Bills. I you know, but I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes. I'm just not. Like I ever will. Oh uh, yeah, Grum, sir. Thank you for your time. Uh, maybe we'll check back in with you after the Eagles win every playoff game 40 to zero from what I understand after That's Matisse right, yes. Thibault wins finals MVP. He's getting, I just want him gone. I, I'm done. <laughs> he was minus six. We won by 30, 30 some odd points and he was minus 16 in 10 minutes. A bum. Should play them more. We got a better game. Uh, where can the people find you, Grum? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am Grum. It's like Tyler's, but reverse, but also not. Tyler, uh, it's I am Grum. Uh, it also, you can find me in the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. Uh, I am on a hi- hiatus because I'm in the middle of a move, and uh, but you can, yeah, uh, you can check that out. Uh, Dork Side of the Ring uh, or Dork Side Ring on Twitter. Also, you can just go to Grum.tv for all of my fantastic stuff. Dorkside.tv as well for anything Dorkside related. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. Hell yeah! No, we got to get you back in here, and uh, we'll take a quick five. Get Grum out of here, and we'll. Uh... Close this Wednesday out. Mm-hmm. Dig it, yeah. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, hour three. Thank everybody for tapping in, giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing to chat with us. We have another member of the quad box, man. We just swapping them in and out, in and out. Jam Packard's in the house. How we feeling, Packard? Good. I appreciate YC for taking the first two hours. Um... <laughs> That you mean was... Grum for taking the last two? Come on, man. Have some respect. Yeah, that's... Uh-huh. Hey, Grum, if I got a phone call from Grum and it was like a number I didn't know and he said he was YC, he could ha- he could just fool me absolutely. Like, there's a lot of pranks, a lot of hijinks Grum could do. Now, a lot of hijinks we all could do now that we know that they sound identical. Well, why would you tell him that? Now he's going to hijink. He's going to jink high, you know? I trust, I trust him to jink high. <laughs> It's me. Uh, yeah, no, I need no the last four and your social <laughs> and what's your mom's maiden name, Jan? Okay, uh, it's me, YC. I'll call you back. Cause I would readily give all that information to YC. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, I would. And I would. I'd give him my life. Uh, what notepad you got there, Packer? Oh, this was my notes. Um, uh, for why uh the Saudi investment fund is good. Uh, I thought that's what <laughs> this was point counterpoint. <laughs> oh, let's hear him. Um. They buy. They invest in a lot of the products you buy. Uh, you would be surprised that uh, the Saudi Investment Fund invests in um, many, many American companies, and we haven't seen a change in the, the air quality whatsoever. Um, they provide a lot of money. All they right. Ha- <laughs> they have ten billion dollars available. It's number um, five. A sack of cash just falling in the background off your shelf. Jam, is that cashmere hoodie you got on, my boy? <laughs> What is that? Money me. Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Uh, they bought me this house. Um, they're very nice over the phone. Uh, they know how to properly write an email. Uh, and the check cashed immediately. Uh, no, we got a page two. That's about I was like, it. yeah, Jam got the old flip boy. I thought he was gonna say like, I, I've, I've been private eyeing. I've been gumshoeing. <laughs> Late night. I'm ready to. I'm ready to gumshoe at any moment. If you guys just uh, give me a target, I'll stalk them down and I'll, I'll take some notes. Grum slash YC. 
I'll find them both. They are living uh, in the, the, across the street from each other. <laughs> I did. I don't know if Grum or YC or anybody. Somebody put in the community. I don't know how it does. Fournier and Randall for Harris and Tybal works perfectly in the trade machine. <laughs> I think it was minus seventeen wins for both. I think was the uh, was the analytics. That's like pulling uh, a keystone out of two bridges, just watching them collapse. <laughs> um, it's like those two pictures are the same thing. Um, did we have, we have, we had some round ball last night? What? We had some NBA round ball. First, let me say Kentucky lost again. It was it was great. No, let me no no no. Let me finish, Mick. It was a lot of fun. I like playing the only other competition in the SEC. Like who? The, when you say who's the worst team in the SEC, it's like South Carolina and who? And Kentucky. And Kentucky is now the answer because they entered the game twenty point favorites and lost the game. Until the last minute of the game, they had taken, I think, seven three-pointers and made one of them. The modern offense. I like to see it. And then, <laughs> great quote from Oscar Shibwe, who's legitimate, like not even kidding, maybe the most positive, energetic person I've ever seen. And last night, and I, it was a six-minute interview. I've never heard him talk six minutes straight either. And so Oscar Shibwe told us multiple times during tonight's postgame, that he's pleading with his teammates to fight, to show some intensity. Said that he told Calipari to put in a walk-on if he has to. Just someone who was willing to fight. Cal didn't listen. He's asking uh, for Cal to <laughs> cash in on your last year of eligibility. I might have to do it to these meatballs, school. Um, <laughs> and a young man, I wanted to get, a young man was asked to leave the game yesterday because he had a, a go to Texas sign. They said it was me. It was not me. I would not have left the game. They would have had you to drag me shirt. out. You sold yeah, that I, man that shirt. <laughs> sold him that marker. Um, he said they... He put up the sign. They asked to take the sign. He was like, you're not going to get the sign. And they were like, okay, well, you can leave. And he got escorted out. I was like, make them take you out kicking and screaming. This is what they want, right? Uh, yeah. Or give him the sign and then prepare, like present your second backup sign that you already have ready. Yeah, you just unzip the jacket; it just says it on the shirt. It's like, unless you want me topless and bottomless out here. Uh, yeah, I paid I, uh, him off, Ivan. What of it? I I read reports there were uh, Boo Earns chance. Is that can that be confirmed? Yes. Uh, yeah, Boo Earns that lifetime contract. Um, Austin, man, it's it's just so lovely now. This time of year, if you like a 58 year old college coach, there's really no where else would you want to be school than Austin? Can't think of any other places. I mean, I can't think of it. It's where the thought leaders are headed. I mean, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, Matthew McConaughey. It feels like a natural. John Calipari. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that stood outside the stadium, asked the fan to hold the sign like the guy <laughs> asking Scoob to buy him that medicine. CVS. Dude, that guy's there every time I go there. Every single time I go. Every single time. Does he ask every single time? Every single time, Jam. I don't know what he does all day, but every single time I go to the Walgreens, he asks me if I could buy him uh, NyQuil. I never say yes. I don't even know if he exists. It might be a figment of my imagination. <laughs> One day you'll say yes. He's gonna wear. He's going to wear you down. <laughs> just be like, all right, man, and then <laughs> never see him again. 
CBS starts selling Walk Hard. Come on, man. Just give me a pint, Daddy. Come on, man. I'm just trying. I got a couple sodas about to go bad. I, I was thinking, though, uh, I do have a goal on my goal list. I want to be dragged out of somewhere. Not in, like, a serious situation, but I want to be dragged out. Of course out, not. And I want to say, you get your hands off me right now. I want to say that. I want to, I want a to comical be a, drag out? Yeah, like a comical drag out. Scoob, name your price, and how quickly can you get to Rupp Arena? Oh, oh, hey, you pay for the flight and the hotel. I'll go to Rupp. I'll go to Rupp. I'll pay for the sign, Wait. the markers. Your bail. <laughs> Scoob's traveled to Kentucky before, and I was—I think we we can you can arrange that. I'm a frequent I'm just, flyer to Kentucky. Yeah, you need to lead. Yeah, me to the head coach of Kentucky basketball, man. This is—that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, you, we're on the same page here. So, body go. <laughs> I help you pack, man. Uh, no, it's just not going well. And I just wanted to say this: we play tennis at Tennessee this Saturday. I don't know what the line is going to be. Take. The point. The points will not be enough. Uh, that that's my free advice. To you Tennessee's going to destroy this team, and right, rightfully so. A lot of teams destroy this team, but make you a little weekend money. That game Saturday, whatever the points are, not enough. Um, but outside from that, I enjoyed last night's game. I liked it. Uh, yeah, we got a spread on that yet? Maybe not. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. I got to do some digging. I think. Um, Let me get eighteen and a half. Would be my guess. It's not going to be enough. So Tyler, uh, yeah, Tyler said he'll be at the Texas game. What do we demand? Cal signed. <laughs> Let me know your cash out, brother, and I, I got you covered. Uh, not seeing. I'm pulling up an actual book right now, though. So let's see. There should not be a line for this game. Uh, there is not a line yet. Yet. Thank God. At least where Thank I'm looking. God. But outside that, I enjoyed the game for real. So. What else happened? What else happened? What else? Uh, uh, had some round like ball. Had some football news. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> in the show. Um, no, what was the, the Schefter news before we get back to round ball? All right. With some, uh, uh, yeah. Um, oblong ball. He tweeted about Lamar What's Jackson. Young in this picture? <laughs> I think we got two sub five hundred. I guess the Suns are now above five hundred again. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Pull out the banners. Thanks for the minute. Yeah, what if they if everybody just started showing up with signs like Cal was retiring? Like, thanks for the memories. Enjoy retirement. 30 long years. <laughs> thanks. And he's just like, what? They couldn't take Gas? those signs, could they? Huh? Gaslight them into leaving. Like, yeah, you said you were retiring. Did I? <laughs> yeah, did. I, I guess I am a little older than I used to be. No, after this game, you said at halftime, man. Um, and there's Jay Wright uh, to take. I giving him gifts. Go watch. <laughs> I think we might be on Tyler B. Hit my line, man. We'll uh, yeah. we can make something shake. But this is from Shefty. This is what a few minutes ago. Yeah, how long ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, over we were uh, while we were at break. Thirty-eight days after he sprained his PCL, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed another practice, and he is on track to miss his sixth straight game. Why is it worded like this? Am I the only one that thinks it's worded kind of weird? No, you're. It is. What do you mean? That's how I'm listening. But I feel like that's the thirty-eight yeah. days is making it seem like it's his fault, like it's putting blame on Lamar. That's how I'm. Mm. And he, I don't think thirty-eight's two separate words, so that also is pissing me off. But I'm glad Shefford <laughs> edit this, like he loves to edit tweets every fucking. T- he stinks at tweeting. He, ever since he got the edit button, that's he's intentional. Drastically, it might be. That's not a bad I, point. 
it puts you back to the top of the timeline every time you edit. So I 100% think he and anybody that does it like a lot, I 100% think they do it on purpose. That's he'll edit, point. he'll add the dash to 38 in 20 minutes to get it back to the, I 100% believe that is intentional. But I, is Lamar Jackson, did he hurt his PCL intentionally, Mick? Why does he hate like, the Baltimore rape? Going down to the amount of days instead of saying yeah, that's the standard weeks. injury uh, yeah. reporting. <laughs> no, that's, not he's no like not since that. week six. He's been out since week six or nothing. Thirty eight days, four hours, twelve minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah that. Since he intentionally did this to ruin the lives of Ravens fans. Yeah, and yeah. any number over nine, you you use the numerals. Yep. You don't write out the letters. That's right. that's bad grammar. Yeah, some bad sentence composition. Uh, I thought that was just a shifty thing, right? Um, <laughs> so also, in addition to Lamar Jackson not practicing today, Tyler Huntley did not throw a pass during the media viewing of Wednesday's practice due to tendonitis in his right shoulder. So, are we getting Anthony Brown? Please, starter no. again. Lamar, it feels uh, Lamar is out. Wednesday practice, they say, is like that's the telltale. If you're good, if you're probable or questionable ish by then. You probably play. This does not sound encouraging. Yeah. So no. again, I ask: Does he play for the Ravens again? I mean, if you let Shefty tell it, no. Thirty-nine days walk after. Again. Yeah. Said yeah. <laughs> 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 two wild card teams on their backups. Oh yeah, because two is also out, right? Yeah. Is that a, that's official? Yeah. So is it, is it Teddy B or is it going to be Skyler? Because I know Teddy had been Skyler. in and out too. Teddy like broke his hand against the Patriots. So yeah, it's Skyler. Oh, I did. Okay. It's yeah, Skyler man. and Anthony Brown. Yeah, Anthony That's Brown just... wasn't good in college. Like, I don't know how these people keep getting to the NFL. There's so many quarterbacks. Like, hey, Tim I'm Boyle. fine with Anthony Brown. He's fine sure. with him getting there because, sure, uh, sure, yeah, the Peterman sure. got his shot. Let Tony in. Yeah. Peterman, Tim Boyle has like laughably bad college stats. Like he should have never even been in consideration for the NFL ever, not even for a second. And yet he he starts a game every fucking year. Can we see? I don't. Where did Tim Boyle even go? I know Peterman's college stats was trash. Uh, David David Blow Blau was your boy good in college school? Blau. David Blau's a legend. Come on, he's a legend. Was he good at football, though, is what I'm asking. Um, something tells me no. <laughs> Got a hunch. Um, yes, the Tim Boyle of American football. Went to Eastern. I did not know he went to Eastern. Went to Connecticut. Let's... Come on. Brother, are you kidding me? Did he get hurt every single game? <laughs> this is not... What? Wait, is that what, zero touchdowns to eight interceptions? Was he throwing with his well, off hand? Was he throwing with his foot? His first year. Yeah, come Surely on, that's crazy. Mightily. <laughs> yeah, forty-four percent completion percentage, four point seven yards. I think I might could do four point seven yards. If I'm, <laughs> if, if you tell me you don't care if I throw no touchdowns and several interceptions, I think I could do five yards per attempt. Was sacked eighteen times on one hundred thirty-three attempts. That's tough. Next year, that's when they got the, the running back, came back, new line coach, uh, secondary, all that. Threw for 335 yards, one touchdown, and three picks over the season. The next year, zero pick, excuse me, zero touchdowns, two picks. So he finished his college career, one touchdown, 13 picks. And like a quarterback rating in the 80s for college is ridiculous because that thing goes up to like 250. 
It's like if, like 80s, you thinking you on the NFL scale? Like, oh, he was decent. No, no, no. You, well, you're just you're just looking at his passing statistics. Scroll down. Maybe he's a rushing running back. Maybe no, you're right. A... I'm I'm a traditionalist, Jam. You're right. Let's see what he contributed on the ground. Negative seventy three, negative forty two, and is that seven or negative seven? Oh, that's negative seven. Progress. That's, that's progress. That's improvement. Holy, is he? How tall is he? Six eight. Six four. Six four. That ain't tall guy. enough to. Uh, <laughs> like again, stuff like this is this is why I'm like you telling me Stetson Bennett couldn't play in the NFL again, not even be good or start for ten years. Stetson Bennett better than Tim Boyle, and Tim Boyle's how many NFL? Uh, let's see his NFL stats. Those must be better. They can't honestly. Be worse. They probably are better. They, can, they can't be worse. Um, uh, well, I have oh, bad that's... bad news. They are better. Uh, He's got three touchdowns, which is. The triple eight. the amount he threw in college and eight picks, which is less. <laughs> he completed over 50%. Uh, what do you think about him taking off once he left your pack, school? We were holding him back, and I think that's on Hackett. That's when we had Hackett. Hackett was the quarterback. It's 100% on Hackett. So, it's, it's textbook Hackett. It, zero is, what, 15 yards with Hackett? And what's that, 575-something with, uh, without? So, says a lot. Says a lot. You got to cook him with your Lions, though. That is true. My Lions did pretty good uh, getting a lot out of uh, what clearly is a, a dud. So <laughs> His QBR right now is half. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> half. Eight attempts. He was two for eight, 33 yards, two picks. That should not get you a half a QBR. Um, Bobby said he a running back with those numbers. Not these numbers. He's an, he, he's an accountant. With these numbers, this is not, again unless he. I don't. I was trying to say unless he throws like the best deep ball, got the best pocket presence. It ain't no way with these numbers. Why didn't it translate in any way at all? He's Unclear a, why he even got a, a a chance to try out. Like there's yeah. nothing. No, how do you get a scholarship? <laughs> I agree. This should have been an opportunity. It's, you should not have got asked back for his sophomore or junior years. Can we see no. Tim Boyle's Wikipedia? Who's his father? Like who? Nobody. Is, uh, nobody alive for the Saudi Investment Fund. <laughs> Tim Boyle is the most confident of any human alive to be like he walking into a NFL locker room, room every day, being like, "Yes, I belong here." Yeah. Leader of man. Zero um, imposter syndrome. <laughs> while playing for okay, so it started eleven games at EKU. They say I, I thought it might be some nepotism. Do they have the college stats? Because they only had three. Do they have the EKU uh, stats? So, Here we go. Okay, so there's... oh, he got it. Uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, we got that thing on him now. He uh, didn't play for a year. They're like, you can play immediately. You're just bad guy. Like <laughs> transfer rules aren't. This ain't the '80s. Sat for a year, started tw- or played 12 games at Eastern. Threw for 2,100 yards, 11 touchdowns to 13 picks. Had a long rush of seven. McMahon, now, does this change your opinion in any way? Seeing these numbers? No. <laughs> hmm. he, was, he, was, he was heating up. Let's see his measurables. He just ran a 3-1. He had the biggest hands ever. <laughs> uh, he was 6'3 and a half, 232, ran a 4-7. 16 reps. No, seriously, why is this guy an NFL please, quarterback? Please tell me he wasn't drafted, that he was like unsigned free agent. 
He was undrafted. Yeah, yeah. Drafted. Yeah. But at least again, he after impressive preseason, he made the uh, preseason eight month. six for four seven. It this don't track, man. I'm. He's got elite explosion grade, elite. so that's what it was. <laughs> All those uh, tucking runs he did at uh, Eastern. Remember them like they were yesterday. Terrible 10-yard split and shuttle. I thought that's what we looked at now. Like, I thought those were the whole point. Your short burst and your change of direction. Terrible. 10 yards, he's got nothing. 40 yards, he's fine. 20 yards. Now nah, we're cooking. <laughs> TB Metcalf. He's got to reach top top speed like a car. Yeah. Work it takes, up to it. Zero to 60 in 48 minutes. Uh <laughs> No, seriously, why is it? Yeah, can we see Justin Fields' athletic score? Mm, yeah. Probably. Is it a 15? If this is a nine, yes. <laughs> Cam Newton, uh, Lamar. No, it's it's Any- a relative athletic score. So it's like relative to your success in college. Like compared to what his other statistics are, the, his measurables were off the charts. It's, relative then it should be to 108. Right. Yeah, what, what they eyeballed you there. Like, this guy fucking stinks. I guess he's a little better than Snakey. We didn't even think he had two feet. So him running the 40 at all is some good news. Uh just if it probably it's all just such a such a dark green. Um never seen before. But he did Fields even do this? He was like, I know I'm getting drafted. I'm not running this shit. Did he? He was what the fourth quarterback in his draft? Uh I know. I know. They didn't this shit. Shouldn't have. Um, wait, how? He's 6'2, 227, and Boyle was what, 6'3, 232, and Boyle got great size. Interesting. The white man's 6'3 is a little bit taller, <laughs> is what I'm like. You can't fucking win. <laughs> His 40, 20, and 10 yard splits looking elite. So I guess, man, ready to trade this guy. Uh, so the Colts can take another crack at it. There was like a Tim Boyle at Western Kentucky that was just throwing the shit out of the ball. <laughs> and that's who the Packers thought they signed. And no one's checked. No He's... one's checked since. Is it, there's somebody in some direction of Kentucky that's really <laughs> flinging it around. <laughs> Do you know which? I, I don't care which. Just get him. <laughs> get him. The the NBA Tim Boyle stat. <laughs> The next person who walks in this room and says they're a quarterback, I'm signing him. No one can stop me. I don't care what happens. I told was like he looks quarterback-ish. Uh, I'm very upset by this. Uh, I'm, just, I'm he's probably him. nice. He better be a nice. I was say he, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He better be. Better be the nicest. He rolled a, <laughs> the the some fire. He cut hair. He cooked. Um, he DJ in the locker room. He drive the team bus. He unload luggage. <laughs> He earned his keep, man. <laughs> we find out the Detroit Lions are taping drugs to Tim Boyle and throwing him over the prison wall. <laughs> Listen, he couldn't throw himself over the wall. He'd get intercepted. <laughs> well, he wanted intercepted. He throws the pigeon, just goes directly into the wall. The uh, bird bust, the meth bust, everybody done. He said, that man a roadie. <laughs> so he was not a nice guy, spoiler alert. I, yeah, he got to be a G. He got a. Is, is this Ryan Fitzpatrick? He's got the 772 IQ or something. I'm trying to. 
I mean, he'll, I'm really just trying to figure this out. He holds a clipboard like nobody's business. Sometimes it's just that easy. I don't even know if that's true. I feel like he'd still drop it. I've seen those numbers. <laughs> I was going to say, Charlie Whitehurst was, like, good in college. You know what I mean? Like, Tim Boyle did not Chase have that. Chase Daniel. Yeah. Right. I, I'll just say this. It's a it's a wrap. We're, quarterback is so hard to scout. They're like, okay, no. Tired <laughs> scouting good quarterbacks in college. <laughs> Wired, scouting the worst quarterback you can ever see. You've ever seen. Have we tried a bad one yet? Huh? Huh? What about a bad quarterback? They might fit our system. Well, it makes mean, me think. I mean, if you think about it, if you keep drafting guys you think are good quarterbacks and they don't turn out, maybe you say to yourself, "What if we draft one of the guys we think is bad? He's going to be good then." You know? What's well, the definition of know- insanity? Drafting a good quarterback over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, at least with a bad quarterback, you know what you're getting. A bad quarterback. With a good quarterback, you think he might be good. And then there's like a, you don't like that inconsistency. Boyle gives you the same thing every single time. Zero touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's the last one there. He's the first to leave. (laughs) He doesn't know the plays. His teammates hate him to a man. Um, (laughs) We're re-signing him to a futures contract. He stole the fifty-yard line. Like he's, <laughs> uh, wait, he's made yeah, around five million dollars. That's wow. that's infuriating. But again, I, tell me more about Stetson Hyundai because this guy should he shouldn't be selling the cars. He should be sweeping up for Stetson selling cars. At, uh, he's the crash Hyundai. <laughs> they put him in the the model they haven't put on the road yet and just crash him into the wall. You remember the crash test dummies game, man? You could really fuck some shit up. Uh, yeah, NFL GMs, I can fix him. So, I don't like that. I was going to talk some more football. I didn't really feel like talking about it no more, really. <laughs> like Panthers interviewing some guys, who cares? This uh, is why <laughs> This is why I tell these uh, 29-year-olds to get a job. Because you could just be in the NFL. There appears to be no one stopping anyone from being a quarterback for a team in the NFC North. Tim Boyle is all the proof you need. He got to hit the other team now. He, when, when's he become a Viking? He got to check them all off. Oh, is he I, the next Kirk cousin? I don't know. We say school. I think uh, no. I, I was gonna say that's where Blau is, but I think Blau was with the Cardinals. He just played. Oh, so yeah, he was with Arizona. Yeah. I don't even know how he did. I didn't keep tabs on it. If it went well, I feel like you would have heard about it. I yeah. just put it like that. <laughs> um, his coach and GM got fired, and if if a David Blau <laughs> has a good game in the woods, is anyone there to tell about it? Right. Like again, this is where I look. I was like, it, Big Shoe was at least throwing for like five K in college. I don't know if uh, Tim Boyle's on for 5,000 yards in his life. Tim Boyle's Kentucky's next head coach. Maybe so. It is beautiful in Austin. Uh, but now, like, the Titans offensive coordinator out. Chris Ballard don't want to get canceled. Is cut to it out today, Mick? It sure is. Cut to it? What, uh, what's the haps on the cut to it? We what are we, what are we discussing? The, uh, the coaches, uh, me trying to explain why... Why I think the Texans should wait on a quarterback. Why I uh, think the Cardinals' job isn't that terrible. Uh, met with largely resistance. Uh, no. <laughs> from the man himself. Um, I'm trying to think what else we talked about. I asked him uh, about the the Judon hypothetical, trading him. Um, 
He liked that, right? Trading a vet, selling high on a vet. He, he I feel like eighty nine would like that. He hated the the boiling down to selling high. And I was just like, listen, I love Matthew Judon. I want him to be on a contender, which he currently is not. Like I think it's this is this can work out for both sides here if we play it right. Um, what else? We talked some playoffs. I think we outside of two games, I think we're on the same page for what are there, six games? So four of the six we're yes, on the same yeah. page. Um, so yeah, a little playoff preview, a little uh coaching vacancy, uh some talking about Jeff Saturday, Cliff Kingsbury, uh the bad coach outlook. talk, okay. Um, mm -hmm. did mm -hmm. have you heard the rumors, Coley? Al Albert about Cliff? Uh, about Cliff. Albert Breer says the Patriots have kicked the tires. So one thing I heard people talking about was if Cliff takes an assistant job, the Cardinals are off the hook for the money they owe him. So it's I don't the know Judge why. and Patricia thing. If you make yeah, them coordinators, not... it's offset contract stuff. But like you could just give them a different title and give them essentially and the same job. It's perfect. It's why there's no official offensive coordinator, but Patricia handles it because you do that, he gets less money from the Lions. That's it's very funny. It, it's very funny. It's shady business. Oh, the Patriots wouldn't it. do shady business with their books. That's not something they would They do. wouldn't do it at all. No. It's not their style. Bobby says Judon, first and fourth pick for the first overall. So Judon, okay, Judon, you're first and fourth for the first overall. That's what I would assume. Uh, I don't know why the Bears would do that. Um, <laughs> Replace Bobby know. Quinn with Judon. <laughs> well, I think right. it's better, but yeah, not on their trajectory. Um, I don't even know that I'd want one of these two. Like Bright, I, I'd probably lean Stroud. One of these, how many? Two. One of these, how many? Are you forgetting Will Levis already? Oh, Anthony Are you forgetting Tim Boyle? Yeah. Or, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Stroud, I'm, I like. But that's, like, we need so much more. That, like, you drop Stroud in, even if he's who he should be. I don't know that that raises our ceiling tremendously, at least in the short term. What? ER says, why would the Bears want that? Because yeah. Mac Jones comes back in that deal. Justin Fields goes somewhere else. And now the Bears are cooking with grease. They got all kinds of picks to uh to blow up. Carlos said y'all fleecing the Colts. They seem fleeceable. Mm -hmm. They seem very able to be fleeced. Uh, can can Poles pull off a fleece? We haven't seen uh, a lot of deals out of them yet, and so far he seems to be the fleeced. No faith, school. Zero faith. He brought a he, he brought a Lego to the press conference and he said, "This is what yeah. we're doing." He did a Lego. Come on, the Lego. Uh, come on. I didn't see that. Uh, he said, I'm glad like, I the didn't. Lego was like he's building something. Was that the point of the yes. Lego? That was exactly the point. It was really bad. It was way worse. Well, than I, I might have gone with the I might have gone with a brick or like like a Lego. Can it's just annoying to be when it's famously stepped on. Like that's what the Lego is <laughs> known for. Miles Turner's like, man, this motherfucker's spitting, man. Uh, <laughs> I, would, if, I would say, if you're, <laughs> if you're bringing Lego, bring them all. He just bought one. Uh, yeah, build, passed, like, at least... <laughs> passed out Lego-like bears building blocks. See it there by the mic before the start of the season uh, to emphasize what they were doing this season. He looks thrilled about it. They both look thrilled. So At least we, I mean, like have Soldier Field, like the fully built, like, like full Lego thing, not just a couple pieces. Yeah, can <laughs> we see the Lego? Uh, is it in the picture? I think it's a blue thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, 
you got to bring a brick sized Lego. I think I'm kind of with Jam here. You can't just come in with Lincoln logs. Like, uh, we're going to put four in a square, and it's like, this is what we're building. Championship <laughs> equity. You just bring Connect Four, and this is what we're doing. Putting pieces together. He just really likes card games and board games. Not a GM at all. I looks like Monopoly. <laughs> he puts, he puts together a giant. <laughs> if he put together like a two-scale uh, soldier field, they're like, that must have taken 20 hours. He clearly hasn't been scouting. <laughs> He's like, hey, 20 hours and $50 million of our cap space this summer. So I would. I just need to hear the call between him and I would hope Jim Irsay does his own trade negotiations. Ursa is like, I, you let me handle this one, Chris Bowie. I just want more GMs to be like prop comics, like uh, Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what they did to us. Brings out a watermelon and smashes it. We lost 38 zip. <laughs> you have to have a spotter outside of the stadium. When you see the roof opening, you know Jim's in a good mood. That's when you call. You get your deal done. It just, you got to call up there. That he's trying to open it physically with his own hands. It's like, Jim, Jim, we have the button. He's like. I almost got it. Um, Wasn't there a coach smashing melons a year or two ago? Was it the Vikings coach? Zimmer? I don't think it was. It wasn't. Someone was smashing watermelons recently. Because I remember being like, the betting public needs to know about the the, the melon (laughs) smash. The Gallagher implications. Yeah, like. Was it Gallagher too? Was it was it the same Gallagher? No, no, we know he by law he cannot do that. Hey, Mike McCarthy, there it is. Yeah, it was McCarthy. <laughs> I will say if you like, if we just pulled up the list, like what coach would do this? I could see McCarthy. I could see McCarthy doing this. What? What was the message he was trying to get across? Um, okay, let's I, see. I really like this. Gallagher, is hilarious. Um, yeah, <laughs> isn't this awesome? Um, I got a big old hammer. (laughs) Mike Mike McCarthy gets up and says, guys, I want to apologize. I don't think I did a good enough job emphasizing our objectives for the week. One of which was to hammer the ball (laughs) out of Dalvin Cook's hand. At that point, McCarthy pulls out a sledgehammer, not a prop, (laughs) a full, full sledgehammer like Bugs Bunny. Uh, you could knock a wall down with, and someone, someone rolls in a bunch of watermelon. Kellen, Kellen, bring him, bring him in now. Um, uh, what's my, what's my cue for the watermelons? It's when I pull the giant sledgehammer out of my, out of my trousers. That's when I need a watermelon in place. Stat. Why did Dak Prescott get hurt? Well, he was walking and texting. Didn't see the, the twelve watermelons rolling by. And broke his ankle. Took over a giant mallet. Um, Zeke got an eye full of watermelons because there was no splash guard in the uh, cup. No one has seen room. it. B and P, watermelon juice and eye. He's questionable. Uh, each one has a quote. Each one has a different objective on it. McCarthy reads the objective. Bam! Smashes the watermelon. <laughs> so you want, we want to blow up our objectives? <laughs> yeah. Watermelon style. I thought the objective was to smash the other the football out of the other team's hands. I thought they were each supposed to represent the football. That was on one of the melons, Jam. No, <laughs> one of the other 11 melons. It's like ball security. Blah! Blah! He uh, <laughs> goes down the road doing this. The players are roaring. McCarthy's pants are soaked. They could have left that line out. Uh, <laughs> Hog throbbing in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> the man no. in the pitching tent. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> players. I've never seen him so aroused. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know McCarthy was, quote, shmeet it up. Um, he, <laughs> he finally gets to the watermelon with Dalvin Cook's picture on it, which easy McCarthy. Easy does it. Um, and Demarcus Lawrence jumps up and goes, I've got to get that one. What's the Demarcus Lawrence Dalvin Cook? <laughs> He was just getting McCarthy's back. He didn't want that one to go viral. He didn't want him, he didn't yeah, want him camp. Didn't want him camp. Coach, coach. Good, good PR move. Yeah. You hit the one with Thielen. Hit the one with Thielen. Okay. Thielen. Um, What's the white people fruit? What's the racially white? Uh, it's, uh, Cantaloupe. Uh, <laughs> banana. Honeydew. Star fruit. Dragon fruit. Um, he's... <laughs> No, it's just hummus, not even a fruit. He just smashes hummus <laughs> all over. It's like it's in CeeDee Lamb's eyes, man. Uh, <laughs> McCarthy's pants are soaked. <laughs> he find... Demarcus Lawrence jumps up and goes, I've got to get that one. He hands the sledgehammer to Lawrence. He smashes that watermelon. McCarthy's pants get even wetter. <laughs> he's he's rocked up. Um <laughs> McCarthy went as far as to bring his own props with him on the trip. We actually had to take watermelons with us because it's hard to find a big, it's harder to find big watermelons this time of year in Minneapolis than Dallas. From what I was told. Uh, what? From what I was told? Who told him that? Someone was like, hey, Mike, we got to get, yeah. get the melons before we get on the plane because once we get to Minnesota, <laughs> they don't have big melons there this time of year. I've been a dollar nineteen a pound? No, load them on. Load them on. That's preposterous. Uh, Minnesota water, uh, Watermelon Depot. They said they were low. <laughs> I'm just imagining the Cowboys accountants being like, you spent what on watermelon this week? <laughs> we told you to buy them before you landed. I'm just imagining, like, everybody does the thing, like, hey, they walked, Cowboys got onto the team plane. Jerry Jones always sits in the same seat. And the watermelons Mike McCarthy brings from city to city, state to state, <laughs> always sit in the same seat. That's how they know it's a it's a business trip, boys. Well, uh, I, imagine though, you think you had like a good week in practice, and you get on the plane and you see the watermelons, and you're like, "Fuck, we fucked up this week." He brought watermelons <laughs> with. He doesn't imagine, believe in us this week. He needs to break out the watermelons. <laughs> he did this week six. Uh, you're loading up all the baggage, and you just see like a, it's like are these. Are these 76 watermelons coming with us to Minneapolis? <laughs> and McCarthy's just in the back. Yep. <laughs> all 76. Yeah. Load them up. If the Cowboys win at all, though, will they think back to... Was that this Water year? Oh, yeah. No. No, this well, was... Oh, my bad. My bad. I thought I thought it was like before the season. My bad. My bad. Oh, no, no, no. Um, this was like maybe two years ago. But uh, I knew the Vikings were involved. I knew Zimmer wasn't behind this. I forgot it was McCarthy, which always makes it funny here. <laughs> I do love... Because this was much that much closer to him lying to everyone. It's like I watched every single snap of football in the 2000s. I know what modern football looks like. Then he got the job. And they're like, about that. He said... You guys bought that? No. I lied. I was lying to get you know, the game. Like a liar. Like a liar. And Jerry Jones said, I like it. I like that. I like that. Um, See, so he, he didn't even incur any penalty school for damaging the ballroom. Nope. We were able to get it done right. The cleanup was efficient. The hotel was a little concerned there. In the hotel? <laughs> 
Come on, you don't you can't do this on the plane, Mick. Where yeah, where are you gonna do this? Yeah. <laughs> in the locker room, like as they were taking the field. Oh no, this is a too this late. is a Saturday night uh watermelon smash. It's too distracting Sunday morning. You have to plant the watermelon seed into their head the night before. Uh, they're running out of the tunnel, handing them all mallets before they leave the locker room. They're like, <laughs> we got a melon per guy on the way out there. Yeah, they get their poor custodial staff, man. They finding rinds behind the uh, lockers and stuff. <laughs> Two months later, <laughs> McCarthy just eats melons like that. <laughs> yeah, this is all. I was just making dinner. Yeah, this oh. is just a ploy to get some melon. Like this, is absolutely just a ploy <laughs> to get some work expense uh, melons. They are expensive. Can't you can't fly with them? You got to check those. <laughs> I can't believe this really happened. Every every day on this show, I find out something I can't believe it really happened, but it did. Is it okay? I thought there were more. Um, oh no, it was a handshake snub from Brady back then. Oh no, not that. Uh, um, this was during COVID. I understand. Yeah. You want to spread it? Of course. Um, we, we do have to talk about the thumbnail before we head out. <laughs> feels fair. <laughs> feels fair. Um. I'd say I'd say we set it up perfectly. Um, Forty, for, and it did piss me off to go from watch Kentucky go seven for thirteen from the free throw line and immediately flipped over this, and the Heat could, literally would not miss from the strike. The free points, you understand? Forty or forty, but I also did appreciate the Thunder just even being on national TV. I was like, is that right? The Thunder gonna be on TV? So maybe that, but. Yeah, 39 for 39 was the old record, and 40 for 40. Dwayne Dedman did not like it. <laughs> did not like it. Uh, threw a, He got thrown out for throwing, like, the massage gun. He threw it on the court. Did y'all see that? <laughs> no. No. Those guns are not light, first of all. But he, a report was like Dedman, who's usually in a foul mood. I said, man, you can't report like that. <laughs> uh, no, he was getting into it with, like, with Spo, you can't report like that. With everybody on the <laughs> sideline, and I don't know if he took it and threw it or like saw, like just slapped it out of anger. It just went onto the court, middle of the play. Uh, is it? Yeah, you see, you see it jump in there. there yeah. yeah. And everybody, you see everybody from a different angle. Everybody stops, like what? Like what? What even is that? <laughs> um, Dwayne, it's the, it's the Theragut. Dwayne, uh, supposed to say you fucking shitting me, man. <laughs> This ain't heat culture. Got the dub though. Yeah, watch it. This is the angle. Watch it just fly in. Could have killed somebody. Feel like Judd Apatow. Oh. <laughs> like a gun on a court. Like if, if a fan did that, they would be banned for the rest of like they could not attend an NBA game. Like th throwing heavy objects onto a court is generally a bad spectator behavior. They should add the drone drop it. Uh, <laughs> or the pigeon. But those aren't cheap either. That's a no. expensive tool to be uh, slapping around all willy nilly. Yeah, and they won without him, which tough look. I mean, who else? Do, like do we, to have do forty we, free I mean, throws and only win by one is kind of wild. I know Bam and Hero were out, but like, if you told me a team was forty from forty from the line and they only won by one, it's kind of insane. That's the coaching matters, man. Making Josh guys Giddy do was, stuff. Yeah. With a nice 18, 15, and 10. Had a little triple-double. Shea had, I think, 26, a little 
some little prime time uh love. But no, what I, I won't remember the forty for forty. I'll remember Dwayne Debman slapping the <laughs> the Theragun on the court. I'm sorry. That's what sticks with me. It's a free hey, free throw merchant man. That, it literally won him the game. I think Jimmy took what, 20, 23? That's 23 or 23. Did you guys so, see how they, they removed Jimmy's dreads from the broadcasts now? Did we already talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. No, we, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about it. it but, uh, yeah, if, if you have that to pull up, Scoop, it's, I don't like, Jimmy Butler should sue. I'll just put it like Yeah, it's pissed me off. Because, is it, what publication, like, is that where they start in lineups? Or was that, like, ESPN? Or was somebody having some fun? Because... What happened was everybody had their regular picture, and they just used 2K Jimmy Butler. <laughs> this is disrespect. It was all all star votes, all star votes. I'm sorry. You uh, see Durant with his picture, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, all pictured. Jimmy Butler, NBA Live. Why did they do this? Like they have previous year pictures of the man. Like they, they have pictures of him this year. <laughs> if the hair was the the stickler, yeah, what? Just use another picture. It would have felt much more difficult. Okay, download a picture of Jimmy Butler uh, profile. We have to show the Eastern Conference All Star votes. Is he that? Is there that big a gap between four and five? Is there a missing number? Yeah, that's that's no, that's what I was saying. That's when what we they were looked over it for guard and forward. It, it's it's really four each, and then there's a giant drop off. I didn't realize it was that. Yeah, Tatum's four with two point one million, and two K Butler is five with four hundred seventy seven thousand. Maybe they thought like he had such a low vote total, he didn't deserve a picture. He didn't unlock his picture yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to get five hundred K. Jeez, I w- I hope he sees this, and I hope he's like, "Oh, okay, y'all." If I'm in the All Star game, I got some hair for y'all's ass. Uh, you should put the dreads back on for the All Star game, down to his feet. <laughs> if he makes the All Star game, <laughs> like Billy Ocean, man. I got I got a, a slutty five way for tonight NBA. You guys tell me where it fails. I'm listening. Tyrese Halliburton higher than twenty and a half points against the Knicks. In MSG, I feel like he puts on a show because everyone likes to show up at MSG. Jonas Valanciunas against my Celtics, higher than 10.5 rebounds. Celtics, not a good rebounding team, especially against giant dudes like Jonas Valanciunas. Sure. Jokic, higher than 24.5 points against the Suns because he's Jokic. That's where I don't know. He just might 14, 15, 15 you. 24 and a half. I just don't know about his points. That, so that that would be my where it may. I like the first two. This is where I'd say it maybe falls off the track. Jal Morant, higher than 28 points against the Spurs, who have the 30th ranked defense in pretty much every category. Al Horford, higher than eight and a half points. Ooh. I don't know about that one either. Uh, he, he took his first free throws. Since like early November, the other game, like he. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't just, like two point shots anymore. But I think he can make three threes. Make them though. Ah, yeah. He's a he's the uh, best he percentage. Them. He's he's a, has a seventy percent three uh, three uh, I think he takes like five a game, six a yeah, game, probably five. Oh, okay. I mean, like, that's he all he he's he's shooting forty three percent. Yeah, no, he's he's know, been money. I didn't know he was in the fourth. Okay. 
Oh yeah, he's when they do when Goldberry does the like uh, leaders from each zone. zone and yeah. Kevin Durant all in the middle. Uh, Al Horford's got the the right it's the left corner. corner on lock. Yeah, right corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I don't. I don't he, that that he makes sense. Money this year, um, but. He might just hit two and then like sit down for the second half. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. And it's a game where we know he's gonna have to be battling uh Valanciunas four rebounds. He's not gonna get most of them, but he's gonna be battling him for them. Is Williams playing? Rob Williams playing? Yeah. He's playing. It's gonna be interesting to see if they start him or not. Because they only started him the other day because Smart was out. And like for some reason Missoula hates the two big lineup, but like kind of feels like they need to do that. But I, I think you're right. Well, he's always been like, what? He's been very coy. It was like, are we going to start Robert Williams again? He's like, I don't know. Maybe we will. Are I'm we? Missoula. <laughs> I think, I, like, it's the regular season. I think we're all pretty confident where the Celtics are going to make the playoffs. I don't want to speak out of turn here. I think the Celtics are going to make the playoffs. Let's see I a think few he, more games. It's been, what, 40? Let's just see. <laughs> I think he's like, well, Rob wasn't. To, not to his fault, he wasn't dependable in the playoffs last year. I would like to see other lineups get some work together in case shit happens. Uh, and and Rob's shit will happen. Cool. Yeah, right. It, it might not even be to him; it might be to someone else. So that's where it's like, yeah, you know, when he plays the Celtics, I, I think I've got to over like starting. I think finishing is way more important. Uh, and as long as you're getting your minutes, I don't think most people care, at this, especially if you've been paid. Like, if you're in a contract yeah. here, yeah, you start not caring about stuff like that, but I don't think they care at the moment. But Tyler, is Rob Williams playing tonight? Yeah. Do we know that? Okay, so he was playing tonight. I... Who's Jokic? Who, who the Nuggets? That's still the one I would have has. But, I mean, that would be my insurance. The, uh, they're playing the Suns. I think you're right. That's the one. That and Horford are the ones where it's like most risky. I might go back and just do another three way with Halliburton, Valanciunas, and Morant. Like those all feel. Pr- I feel pretty strongly like those are going to hit. What's Valanciunas' PRA? Because he typically does well against us. I feel like the Burleys usually do. Yeah, that's like the one weakness of the Celtics this year is playing like big teams. Valanciunas' PRA is twenty nine and a half. I, think I, I don't think do, I hate that. I think if you're going to do multiple slips, I would swap that one in for one of the slips and then just keep rebounds on the other because I think both hit. Mm. Jam don't want to do it. He already locked in his five-way. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not against locking in multiple five-ways. Now nah, you're talking. You, you are a slut. Uh, yeah, Chad did ask you to post that uh, slip, I'll, Jam, so they can tail you. I will post all five-way slips I come up with before now in game time. In the community. In the community. Join the community if you're not on the community, folks. That's right. Uh, Give thumbs up, too. Yeah, I know Ingram's coming back soon. They said it was going to be during this trip, so I'm glad it's not tonight. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, they're on a five-game stri- I think this is game three, and they're like, yes. he hopes to be back, so hopefully soon for him. Yeah, no Zion. The community's been posted. Jam will post a slip, and I might make a little five-way of my own, a little tail jam and throw in some other action. I don't know. I just don't know. You got to join the community to see. But that'll do it for us today, boys. We are thankful to chat to YC slash Grum, or Grum slash YC, um, to Jam Packard and his notepad, to the McMahon School for Pushing Our Buttons, uh, if everybody if everybody could, a thumbs up on the way out. 
Please and thank you. Subscribe to chat with us tomorrow and we'll catch everybody tomorrow.